With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, we are doing it once again. Mark Willard, Kelvin Washington in with you here on a Fox Sports Sunday. And there is so much to say and so much to get into, but I'm not moving one second into this show without saying hello to an old friend. How are you, my brother? My guy. You know what? The technology is amazing in one end. On the other end, I'm mad because it would be great to be here sitting right next to you, you know, <laughs> because I miss you, man. How are, how are you? How's the fam? Uh, I keep up with you on all the socials, so it looks like everything is well. You know what I mean? Uh, we just uh, came in hot about a half hour ago from a weekend in Tahoe, so I have absolutely uh, no complaints whatsoever except for a couple of putts that should have dropped at Lake Tahoe Golf Course yesterday. Uh, so, you know, my score was a little bit off, but the world has bigger fish to fry. You know what I'm saying? But that, well, uh, you, miss that you matters, too, though. man. That you matters. Know? You know, I, um, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know if the last time we did a show together, did I have two or three kids? Oh, gosh. I have three now. Um, you had at least one. <laughs> yeah, I, I had. I have three now. I'm in retirement. How, many, how old is how old is the middle one? So the middle one is three and a half. So it's five and a half, three and a half. Oof. And then the baby will be one here July 6th. So uh, I'm, I'm going to I'm Rob. I'm going to be Rob Gronkowski. Okay, hopefully this is real retirement. I'm done with kids. I'm, I'm not making any more. The baby maker. I'm, 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 it's a wrap. I'm done. 
Well, you're going to be Rob Gronkowski, too, because he also grew up in a house full of people just That's all over the point. damn place, That's just running in every single direction. So you know what? If your middle one's three and a half, I'm going to venture to say you had one child the last time we went and did this because we have not done it since I came up to, to, uh, to the Bay Area, which has been about three and a half years. No way it's so, been that long. My man, it has been that well, long. Well, I'll tell you what, man. I, I'm, once I saw that it was going to be you and I, I was excited, man. And a lot And a lot to get to, as you mentioned, it, all, all around sports, too. All different, every different sport, there's so many hot things to get to. So I'm excited, brother. Let's do it. Uh, let's do it. You know, I mean, and I think one thing that is that is similar with me and you as as we hop on in is I, at least we like to think of ourselves. You know, people always talk to 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 you know they'll call in radio shows or whatnot and say, "Oh, you guys are journalists." Well, we're 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 not that. We're not that. We're we are we are people in the media industry, but we're also fans. And I always look at everything that we're discussing, or I try to at least through the eyes. Of the fans. And I don't think enough people have talked about this when it comes to a situation that is going to become the lead story across all sports platforms about 48 hours from now, if it hasn't already. And that's none other than Deshaun Watson, the, I guess you call him, quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. We haven't seen him ever start a game for them, and we're not going to anytime soon. The hearing will start. The reports are all out there that the NFL is seeking at least a one-year suspension. Could this actually bleed into September of 2023? We'll see. Um, So what are the Browns going to do? You know, Deshaun recently settled 20 cases. We look at this from all those angles, and we can and we will. But I want to take a moment to look at the Cleveland Brown fan and ask, what exactly is that person supposed to do? What is, what is that person supposed to feel? Are they supposed to switch teams? Are they supposed to just act like nothing happened and go, yay, team, let's see if we can get double-digit wins this year? The fan of the Cleveland Browns, and there are plenty of them, and they're loud, and they've got a nickname and everything, uh, they, they have been left to do what? Uh, I'm not saying they're the victim in this case. I think we know who the victims were in this case, but looking at it through the eyes of the fans, the one thing that hasn't been brought up, in my opinion, is that the Browns put their fans in an awful situation here because you're either left to look like you don't care about human issues and you should, or you're supposed to switch teams or or something, and, and nobody wants to or can do that. Yeah. All right, so you you opened up a lot here because one of the things that we have, if you go, and my wife is in law school, so all I'm hearing about is precedent now. That's all, you know, everything he talks about. And hey, babe, uh, I thought you were going to go pick up the groceries. Well, the precedent had been set that you pick up the groceries on your way home from work. I'm like, dang, okay, that's a good point. She got a good point. Johnny Cochran over here. All right, so I, I say that to say I totally get what you're implying with the fan, right? If you're a fan, you want to be, uh, and many fans are fathers or their husbands or they have sisters or mothers or, or just love or just care for women in general. So they want to be sensitive and they want to be understanding of the situation for those who are in- impacted in this. On the other side, we also say, hey, innocent until proven guilty, right? So fans really can hold on to that and say, well, my fanhood, it's not about I don't care about women. It's just, hey, 
Nothing happened. There was no criminal charges. So far, the NFL, obviously we know the hearing is coming, but up until now they can say the NFL hadn't done anything. Hey, that's my quarterback in the words of Terrell Owens. That's my quarterback. And they can run with that. And I go back to precedent because, Mark, I look at it and I say, well, we've seen this before where a sketchy thing has happened in the NFL, right? There's a questionable thing that has happened. Uh, and, And we've had examples where fans are able to compartmentalize. Believe it or not, fans are good at that. And and they can say, hey, um, you know, I'll take my running back who may have issues, who may have beaten a woman, who may have thrown a woman on guns, Greg Hardy, uh, you know, who may have uh, – uh, uh, and, and you can even compartmentalize when it comes to uh, Colin Kaepernick, right? Hey – Folks were able to, some were able to say, hey, man, he needs to be in the league. I don't care what he's fighting about. He's fighting about a wonderful cause. You know, he should be in the league. Others say, well, no, because he sat out and he did this. Fans do this all the time. Fans will look at Bill Russell in the Boston area, love him because he got him 11 championships, but then if he comes to the restaurant to get a turkey sandwich, they say, get out. Black folks can't come into this restaurant. So I think fans are able to compartmentalize uh, whether it's right or wrong. They do that. They have done that, and I think this is another case where they would kind of plug their ears, fingers in the ear, and go, ah, la, 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 la. hey, all I know is I'm a fan of the Browns. This is my quarterback. He hasn't been charged uh, criminally. The Browns haven't done anything. The NFL hasn't done anything as of yet. As of now, I'm cheering on Deshaun. That's what I think fans are able to do. Uh, Well, I I tell you what, this is a way less serious issue, but here's how I can personally relate to this. Go back to the home run chase of 15 to 20 years ago and Barry Bonds in a San Francisco Giants uniform and going around the country and hitting a couple home runs in every series and syringes are being thrown on the field and San Francisco Giants fans were told, okay, look, we, we get it, like home runs are fun, but come on, man, have some sensibility. How can you root for this? How can you root for this, especially when we'd already been through it? We'd already watched right. Mark McGuire turn into the Michelin man. We'd already watched Sammy Sosa go from an average player to hitting 66 home runs. And we pointed at it, and we made fun of it, and we said, this isn't right. And then Barry Bonds came, and here comes this national, not only in one year, but also a career home run chase that everybody wrapped their arms around, sunk their teeth into, and all of that, and we were asked, how can you do that? And my answer would always be the same thing. What exactly is it I'm supposed to do? Am I supposed to, when Barry Bonds comes to the plate with two runners on in a tie game in the eighth inning, am I supposed to root for my team to lose? Is that what I'm supposed to do? I grew up here. This is my team. I've rooted for them since I was five years old. And so I know a lot of Browns fans, don't we all? Because they're loud, right? They're all over the darn place. So, so what exactly are they supposed to do that won't make them look bad? Well, quite I frankly, think, remember I, when right? Yeah, but uh, just to jump in, I, I think one of the things we have to start doing. It, you're a parent, and so one of the things your kids sometimes may not know how to behave in a situation. And that's when it becomes incumbent upon you to uh, help them or to at least eliminate some of the options and say, you know, this is how you're going to act. And I think that's what the NFL has to do a better job of over the years is they have to come in and they have to take responsibility or own own up to things earlier. Uh, You know, you look at executive decisions that we have from the president, right? Executive orders. He's able to do things uh, that folks are saying, hey, why don't you do this? In some cases, folks are mad that he doesn't use it. Um, But I look at that with the NFL. Sometimes if you jump ahead of things, hey, look, 
look, Deshaun, we're not saying you're suspended forever, but we're going to do right now suspend you this, this these games. And we're going to and again, you can even go beyond uh, before Deshaun Watson. There have been times where they've missed the opportunity so that everyone could be satisfied. So folks can say, "Hey, look, this seemed odd, this seemed strange, or this person was involved in these activities. He was suspended for a while. That kind of checked that box, if you will. We didn't suspend him forever or kick him out of the league, so he checked that box for fans who would say, hey, that's not right. And next thing you know, player X is back into playing. Um, but it's a win. It, it, you're right. When you leave it up to fans who are, quote, fanatics, then you're never going to get the, you know, th- they're never going to do what you expect them to do if you're not a fan of that team. Meaning, if you're outside of Cleveland, you're going to be, look at these Neanderthals. They don't care about women. But to your your point, if it were a Dodger, if it were a uh, a, a Red Sox, if it were a 49er, if it were, you know, all these other players, different leagues, what are you expected to do? So at some point, somebody in, again, whether it be ownership or whether it be leadership in the NFL has to kind of eliminate some options for them and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. What is this thing going to look like this year, man? That's the other thing. I'm just sitting here trying to picture this and thinking – uh, Cleveland Browns. Okay, you got a football season that's starting here in uh, in in less than three months. Okay, Baker Mayfield is still on your roster. Nah, this is, yeah, you're right <laughs> you're about going this. To pay, you're you're going to pay $45 million this year to a quarterback who will not play, and we don't know if he's going to play the following year either. You've got Jacoby Brissett on your roster. Um, you've got the possibility of more moves, I guess, um, could Jimmy Garoppolo be your starter? I have no idea. That's, there, but, I, I that, guess that's still right. that's out here as door number four. I, I, I guess, and and you're in the midst of you know maybe gosh maybe the most competitive division in football. Right. I mean, I, I guess we shouldn't be surprised that it's a mess in Cleveland, but this is this is a, this is a new level now. But this was a volunteered mess, right? I mean, if you went and got this, again. Talent-wise, we know what Deshaun Watson is, right? He's a top-five talent in the league, and if he's really going, you might argue top three or four as far as just talent. Um, You knew the situation at hand. Now, again, what makes it weird, Mark, and maybe on the other side you can elaborate and break this down for me. Maybe I missed something. But they said they did their due diligence. The NFL is alleged that they've done theirs and they're going to continue to, obviously, but with the hearing starting on Tuesday. But my point is, how could they have missed where now in this position where he's settling cases, 20 cases, um, more information keeps coming out? It's like, how did you miss this when you knew this was going to be such a major thing? Unfortunately, it wasn't as if this was a third-string cornerback where he can maybe slide under the radar. This is a quarterback in a high position Yet you're guaranteeing the most money ever guaranteed to a quarterback. Mark, make that make sense for me on the other side. Not again, well, not I, a backup, I, I, not a linebacker, not a tight end, a quarterback, big name quarterback on a team that has one of the more talented rosters, meaning we're all going to be kind of watching you and with a, a case that just continued to grow. I grow. I don't understand how they say, it. you know what we're going to do? Back the Brinks truck up. That's what we're going to do. I have a good friend who happens to be an NFL agent. I've been having this conversation with him for the better part of six to eight months. He predicted exactly the way that this was going to go. And I'll tell you what he told me about six to eight months ago uh, as to why it was going to play out this way. So maybe that will help make sense of it. We will do that. Coming up around the bend, we're just out of the gates and underway. Let's do this on a Fox Sports Sunday with Kelvin Washington and Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. My guy, Kelvin Washington, uh, Mark Willard, uh, Fox Sports Radio. Glad you're with us here. Fox Sports Sunday. Um, as you just heard, Dollar Shave Club, six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. All right, so uh, we were talking about the Deshaun Watson situation. And it's tough, man, because... Uh, the NFL is going to go out there this year the same way they all do. What is it? Is it week six? Is it week seven when everybody gets to dawn pink? Is, is, is that right? Everybody's going to have pink socks. Right, and, right. And, and we'll have different. Yeah, we'll have all this. And then, and then, and then Deshaun Watson, $45 million. Now, 
I get that in some ways these are two different arms of the business. This is not to create an excuse, but the PR arm of the NFL is not the general manager of the Browns. And therefore, these two arms are allowed to do their own things at their own pace, at their own time, and and all of that. But I kept saying, and I was mentioning this conversation that I had like six months ago with a buddy of mine who is an NFL agent, and I kept saying to him as this thing started to unfold, I'm like, well, um, you know, remember the, where the Texans and Deshaun were before all of these accusations and cases came forward? Deshaun was demanding, I'm never going to play in Houston again, and Houston's like, we're not trading you, and it was this big standoff. And then this all comes about, and I go, well, he's unacquirable. Now, and, oh, my buddy who's an NFL agent would give me that sheepish grin, and he would sip his coffee, and, oh, Mark, you're, you're so naive. Gosh, adorable at that age you are that you think this is an unacquirable player. I think general managers around the league are still completely salivating over Deshaun Watson, and the bottom line, he was right, and the bottom line is this. We don't ever collectively hold the league or teams accountable for things like this. We prove that we forget. It doesn't really actually bother us. It doesn't bother their bottom line. So we can call them hypocritical all we want, and we may not be wrong, um, but in some ways, at least collectively, so are we. I mean, well, I'm going to have my fantasy team ready to go uh, September 1. Um, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, are yeah. we going to stop watching the NFL? What is it we're supposed to do? It's difficult. I know one of the things that I uh, – two things I've learned in my, let's just say, you know, 20-plus adult years of so of watching NFL is that nothing actually is deemed you, – you, you can't come back from, not redeemable, except two things. If you are overly outspoken about supporting black folk, or if you're killing dogs. Then the, those are the two things, brother. If you kill dogs, you're going to hear for it for the rest of your life. Mike Vick's still hearing for me. By all accounts, he has been shown exemplary contrition. He has become a model citizen. Even PETA, which don't get me started on that. And people have come, oh, man, he's really proven it. He's gotten on track. He understands his, his wrongs, his crimes, right? People still hate him for that. People still hate that man for that. He went to prison longer than anyone in the history of mankind for any cruelty to animals. Do you hear that? Or in America, I should say. Do you hear what I just said to you? Mm-hmm. Okay, put that on no. the side. What's the other thing that can't come back from? Standing up, or in this case, kneeling for black folk. Hey, 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 Mark Willard, that is where we draw the line. Now, Dante Stallworth, drunk driving, kill somebody. Ooh, that's bad. Come on back. Uh, was Riley Cooper, go ahead and cause people to N-word at a concert. Ah, you know, hey, things happen. Come on back. Throwing your girl on a pile of guns, Greg Hardy. Come on back. Anything you want except those two things. So Deshaun Watson, accusations or allegations of assault or, or, you know, misconduct with women, ah, that's bad, but give him a few weeks. Come on back. He didn't do the two cardinal sins, Mark Willard. Don't Very touch true. people's dogs I mean, and don't go over, don't be too outspoken. I, I give you a little bit. I give you a little bit, hey. but don't be too outspoken. About, and had the nerve to have an afro? You can't have an afro and take a knee and be outspoken about black folk. Colin Kaepernick lost his mind. 
please understand that my laughter is based on the discomfort of the factual nature of what you're spitting right now. Okay. I just don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want anyone to misconstrue my laughter as like, ha ha. I mean, no, they know because they're laughing because they know it's the truth, Mark. It's all true. It's all true. In fact, the one you didn't bring up, Adrian Peterson, is that you, if you're going to beat something, make sure it's your child beat your kids. and not your dog. Uh, right? There you go. I, I mean, and, and, and listen, there's a piece of me when it comes to the dogs. My goodness, I get it. I told you we just drove back from Tahoe and all anybody wanted to do. My car is still filled with everybody's stuff. All of the Starbucks wrappers are still in the car, but boy, everybody ran inside to get to that dog. Uh-huh. Uh, because, oh my God, oh my gosh, they love, right? Is there anything in life better than the return of the dog? That that moment when you haven't seen the dog in four days and then you see the dog and the way the dog like get yourself somebody in life who treats you the way the dog treats you. So I get I get all of our attachment to the dogs. There's there's I mean, that's 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 not hard to understand. But we do, man. We get stuck in these ridiculously hypocritical situations. Let me throw something at you, though, Mark. Hit me. I want to throw. I want to. I want to throw something at you because here, here's the here is where to your point the difficulty lies. Where take away the celebriton and the big name of said athlete, right? In this case, it's Deshaun Watson, but it could be, um, you know, it, it could be Ray Rice. It could be, you know, any anybody. Doesn't matter. Sure. What do you? How do we equate that to Joe Blow, who is a truck driver for UPS? Joe Blow, 20-something accusations. Should he lose his job at UPS permanently? Should UPS suspend him? And I, and I mean this sincerely. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, how do we handle these things? Do we hold them because they're athletes and or public figures? Or are we doing it because it's just the right thing to do? So how do we handle it? And I think there is an element of some fans and some business people, and you mentioned your friend being an agent and, and, and people in the legal space, of saying, hey, there's a legal aspect to this or there's a you know maybe some type of ethical moral issue of, okay, the person did the crime, they paid their time, they should be able to come back. How, how do we do that? You know what I mean? Because when you look at numbers, for instance – the, if you go by like ratio of percentage of folks who are involved in particular crimes or wrongdoings, if you look at police officers, they lead a large portion of these things when it comes to domestic violence, when it comes to things like that. But it's like, do they lose their job forever? Do they come back? Is are they suspended six weeks? And I apply the same thing to an athlete. How do we justify that? Right? How do how do we do that? And again, is it because it's a public figure? They should be handled or regarded differently. That's where I I understand what you're saying. I don't know the answer. Okay, this person, like if Deshaun Watson, let's say he confessed everything. Let's say a year ago Mm -hmm. he was just like, you know what? I did it. And we were like, whoa, wait, he just admitted he's like, I did it. So I take the punishment. And the league's like, oh, shoot, I wasn't prepared for that. I thought he was going to fight it. What what do you do then? Is it, okay, you did it, you go away for a year, you go away for two years. You Mike Vick it. You go to prison. You come back. Like I don't know how to what's and I think that's also part of where fans are confused. Okay, I'm going to dislike this athlete. Or I'm going to be disappointed in this athlete. But what? Where is X marks to date when I can return it? Because America loves to build you up, break you down, and then build you up. When is the when do when do we build back up said athlete? That's my question. Oh. Well, I mean, I can I can only answer your question based on how we have handled those situations in the past. 
And there, there's two answers to your question. One, with regard to the celebrity nature and how that affects it. Um, if you are if you are a celebrity, if you are a person of resource, if you've got a whole lot of money, then the 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 rope, the amount of slack that we give you is way, way longer because we we value you more than we value everyone else. Like, yeah, we would never say that out loud. If you ask somebody, well, should this person should person A and person B suffer the same penalty for the same crime? We'd be like, well, yes, that's justice. But that's not how we've ever handled anything. You're right. Um, in in our society, we we value that person uh, with, with money. We value that person with name value uh, a, a whole a, a whole lot more. Um, and then you know the the, the second side. Uh, refresh me. Where'd you go next? You you where, where you were taking. Um, the, the, the conversation as far as, well, uh, when somebody go ahead. Yeah. 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 Well, I know we got to do what's trending or at least I thought, let me, let me assume, man, your boy ain't been here in a minute. So I'm assuming, uh, you know, Brian's so, standing by. We're, yeah, yeah we're, he's not going anywhere. All right. okay, I was just going to say, and the other part of it is, is just simply, you know, if you are, if you do, let's say, take the initial response or you handle it. The, oh, you know, how yes. do you then bounce back? Like, how do you, if you're the Browns and, and early, or if you're the Texans early on, you said, hey, we're going to suspend them or the league does. Like, how do you let them back is my question. How, how do you handle the, the post part of it? Like the post crime, if you will. We love you if you just come out and tell the truth, no matter what. Like, if I gave you a list of steroid users in baseball, oh, the only great, ones great we're point. mad at. Great point. Great the point. The only ones we're mad at are the ones who won't admit it. Did Andy Pettit got caught. Anybody care? Man, you are, that's a great point. That is an excellent point, Mark. Nobody cares. Because he came out and went, you know what? I mean, I just, whoops, got, you know, whatever he said. He almost sounded like a guy. Like, I got drunk at a party and, you know. You know, they said, hey, who wants a shot in the butt cheek? I signed up. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. I mean, yeah, it was like he went to a Botox party. He's like, no, and then it ended up on the other side of my body, and I, whoops, sorry, and everyone's like, cool, man. Man, So we'll see in in a couple of weeks, right? But A-Rod. Grr. Oh, A Rod and Barry and 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 Roger and and Sammy and Mark. Just oh my gosh, because you've never been you've never come up and had that kind of a press conference before. Well, I so don't. It's fascinating. Yeah. And Sammy Sosa and, and everybody handled it different, right? Like Mark McGuire now is a, is a you know as a coach, uh, and he's kind of like coming back around. People are kind of getting in good graces. Uh, Sammy Sosa is now starring as you know what is the cart that that that, that serial the Frank uh, Frankenstein serial. <laughs> he a, he's a whole new shade, like. Like in the coloring box, even if you got the sixty-four pack, there's no Sammy Sosa in there. Or they've just called a new color the Sammy Sosa. Like, mommy, I want white, cream, purplish. Baby, just go get the Sammy Sosa. But you want Count Chocula or you want yes. Sammy Sosas this morning? Just go, just go oh, get the, just go get the Sammy. Michael Jackson rolling around his grave right now. Like, man, oh. Sammy doing it better than me. <laughs> 
that was the laugh I needed right there. Uh, now we can get to Brian Fenley with what's trending. Brian, get on in here hey guys. and give us a little something <laughs> to chew on. Yeah, man, what's cooking? What is cooking? A lot is cooking, Kelvin and Mark. But you guys know after yesterday when the Yankees were no hit, trying to turn things around today against the Astros, Aaron Judge knew just the remedy today get a little payback against Houston. Swung on and hit in the end of the block. That ball's high. It is far. It is gone. It's a walk-off three-run home run. It's a Judgean blast. And the Yankees win the ball game by the score of 6-3. The Yankees radio network, that was the 28th home run of the season for Judge. Of course, he leads the majors. Now, that other team in New York, the Mets, actually lost via a walk-off home run from Nick Fortes of the Marlins. 3-2 the final there. As far as some other notable completed games, the Red Sox hold things down against the Guardians 8-3 as Cleveland batted 2-14 for 14 with runners in scoring position. The Rays scoring three runs in the seventh as they tackle the Pirates 4-2. A win for the Twins as they best the Rockies 6-3. And the Brewers get it done 10-3 in convincing fashion against the Blue Jays. Rowdy Tellez smoking not just one, but two homers. Going on right now, the Men's College World Series Game 2 from Omaha. Oklahoma has the lead here in what is now the bottom of the eighth against Ole Miss. 2-1. Ole Miss took Game 1 in this best of three series, so things are tight here in the latter portions of Game 2. Also something to mention, guys, that I wanted to include in my reports on, on Major League Baseball, there was a huge bases-clearing brawl between the Angels and Mariners game, and that's a game that's still ongoing right now, but four members of each team were said, get out of here, and that included Angels interim manager Phil Nevin, so he's ejected, three other of his players are, and then for the Mariners, their manager, Scott Service, said, you know, take a hike, so he's out of the ball game as well. The game seemingly is a footnote here, and no score early on in the third inning between the two and we've got our eyes on what's happening on the PGA Tour the Travelers Championship is happening as we speak and well we saw what was a, a lead for generally the whole day here and it's now been overtaken Sahith Thagala with a 15 foot birdie put on 17 little right to left breaker there gets him to 19 under so he has a one shot lead over Xander Shoffley who has led all the day so with one hole to go for those two things will be really interesting as far as the drama as they finish up this final round here from TPC River Highlands from Connecticut with that I'm going to get it back to a guy I'm assuming Mark you were a scratch golfer yesterday speaking of golf and I'm sure Kelvin's got game oh. two on the links a little bit. Well, I'm going to let Marco what, first, though. I, listen, listen. I, you're, you're right that I'm a scratch golfer because there were so many mosquitoes on the 18th hole of Lake Tahoe <laughs> Golf Course. My legs are torn to shreds right now. I've been scratching all day. But, uh, no, you know, that's that's the only scratch I've been doing on a golf course anytime recently. Well, I haven't been able to scratch that itch because anytime I think about it, all I hear is ying, 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 ying. I got 17 kids I have. Listen, three kids in 2022 is like six in the 80s, okay? So I have six kids if you equate three to how it is back in the 80s. So point is, no. It's true. I open my – sometimes I go to my trunk – and I'll have milk, eggs, and bacon. And you know what's in my trunk too, Mark? My clubs. What's that? And I look yeah, right. at them and I say, hello, friends. <laughs> Knowing good and well I'm not going to see them for another, at least another year. 
Yeah, no, you're in that. You're in that. It really is. It's kind of a seven to eight year, I hate to tell you this, vortex, because I've gotten myself to the point now with my three kids, not that I'm going to make them sound older than they are. My youngest is eight, but um, my my kids, that's now my, that's my foursome. Right. That's, that's, that's what we write. And, and so it's not easy because you got to stick half of the kids clubs into your bag and then you put the bag on your back and it's about a, I don't know, about 114 pounds and <laughs> you're going sideways and your back is, is just killing you. And, and, and you're also trying to like, no, don't, don't swing that. Yes. Okay. Swing now. No, don't step there. No, don't go. No, go yeah. over here. And you're doing that kind of like running around Disneyland. Right. So there's a little of that, but my man, I get to play. I get to play because I don't need to ask anybody. Just come on, get in the family truckster. We're going to play the damn golf course right now well we'll cur- probably go yeah. after the show after the show today oh yeah you're living it up brother so currently that seems to be basketball with me uh my five and a half year old chia by the way she got buckets last yesterday was her first game <laughs> when yes. she she she's got like i mean look i'll tell you we, look we're going to the game the other team is average most teams are averaging like 45 points in this and this is a six and under league okay like five and six year olds but there's always a ringer out there and he's averaging like 26 a game on us so i took my team is improving i'm coach k by the way and my wife did for father's day bought me some shirts to say coach k so your boy is coach k but <laughs> yesterday all i'm caring about is defense stopping the ball moving with you know and, and, and moving the ball around all of a sudden my daughter was getting buckets she had like three uh three she made three shots yesterday crowds going crazy i don't I don't know what got in there. I caught a little little Kobe, you know, Kobe Bryant. I don't know what's going on. She's getting busy. Le- Lebronica. Lebronica James was getting busy last. Lebronica. Lebronica. Yeah, there you go. LeBron. Don't ever, don't ever, don't ever take that was better than anything I could come up with, Mark. Don't don't do that again, okay? Well, I people mean, are listening. I was, gonna, I was gonna like what what about Steph? Any, ah, see, I mean, we now, could have done something like you, that. I you mean, segued into a great. Se- There's a little bit of a hater in me. I would like to say I'm I'm a realistic, not a hater. Uh-oh. There's one great player in a sport that I I I would honestly say I nitpick and or am a bit of a little bit of a hater on, and it's Steph Curry. Sorry, I know you're Mr. Uh-oh. Bay Area, but uh-oh. Uh, we may we may need to boy this yeah. show about to take a right I, I, it, damn turn. I just there's a little oh, bit in me, and, and I don't know if it's I'm hating or you all are <laughs> obsessing and going crazy. So I don't know if it, or maybe it's somewhere in the middle. The producers and, quite frankly, the listeners of this show just threw their hands up like LeBron and a ref, and they're like, Coach K, you're really going to send the show into the crapper like that? Do you know. know who you're talking to? I know. And you're going to question Steph Curry to Warrior Willard? Do you know what happens when you do that? I mean, listen, that's brother, it. That's listen. Two, two and a half hours of screaming now. No, I, and I'm, I'm about it, too. Listen, I'm ready. Matter of fact, you know, I'm a, I'm oh, a Pistons fan, number one. I'm a LeBron fan. People always say, who are your teams? I say, what's well, the Pistons and then LeBron. So wherever LeBron goes, that's my new team. Right. Okay, it's the Pistons. So what did and- you, so, so you do in the playoffs this year? So, uh, well, I, I enjoy rooting for whoever the Warriors were playing against. Okay? <laughs> I was like, you would have thought I was born and raised in Boston. I was going so hard for the Celtics. I mean, I am going hard. But, again, I don't know if I'm a hater or if I'm – I mean, it, maybe a little bit of Rob – come on, man. Maybe there's a little Rob Parker in me. <laughs> He's the GOAT. I made Rob come on the show here in the Bay Area two weeks ago. 
And I mean, there are still people screaming and yelling. And my, by the way, he's in the Bay Area right now. He told us during that. He goes, I'm coming up for the Reds-Giants series. By the way, the Reds are just taking the Giants behind the woodshed right now, which is embarrassing. Uh, but, they, but put that aside for a second. And I, you know what? It's the oddest thing. I haven't gotten a text back from Rob <laughs> since the Warriors had a parade and Steph was the finals MVP. I haven't heard from okay, him. Look, Weirdest man. thing? Listen, listen. Come on, man. Listen. Weirdest thing. I, I think people mix up most exciting. I'll even give you one of the most transcendent. I'll even give you the best shooter hands down with actual best players wherever you want to rank the player. Because all of a sudden, Uh-oh. people are putting them on Mount Rushmore. I want them Mount Hushmore, Uh-oh. people. Hush it up. Are you crazy? <laughs> and people are going, even right. top 10. It's like, all right, if you're saying top 10, that means, like, who are you kicking out? And then Andre Iguodala. Now, listen, I know that's your brother. That's your teammate. You guys have won rings together. But to say he's the best point guard ever. That, see, those. that's why I say, am I a hater or are people going on a, a deep end? I know. I know. Magic Johnson lovers you're, you're never going to allow a statement like that to get over. But you and shouldn't either. You that. can't be a point guard. Okay, you don't I'm, even bring the ball up half the time. Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala, Sean Livingston brought the ball up half the time Steph's career. He ain't even bring – you tell me he's the best point guard ever. See, okay, not, see? here's what we can do. Here's what we can do. Here's we don't have we to talk do. about Three it. o'clock – 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern time, because I want everybody to take a big, deep breath. I'm going to meditate now for the next 17 minutes so we can get ourselves into a space. I know we have to do a radio segment in there. We will, because uh, John Sterling talking about Aaron Judge's uh, walk-off homer today against Houston. There's something to chew on there as well, so we'll do that next, and then give everybody a second to breathe on your Mount Rushmore versus Mount Hushmore. That's fun. Nice rhyme. Good job. (laughs) I can tell you worked on that one. Perfect. And then we'll get to that coming up at the top of the hour. So everybody just just buckle up. Here we go on uh, Fox Sports Sunday. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We're still meditating, my man. We're just, I'm, I'm, I'm gathering steam. I'm putting together my arguments. And I'm a big fan of being ready when it's actually time to have the dissertation. So I need a few more minutes if that's okay. Yeah, take your time. I'm getting ready to do you like the Angels okay. did the Mariners right. right now. All right, throwing hands. Bop, 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 bop. I don't know. I don't know. I just watched Tommy Pham strike out. So, you know, the aggressor is not always the winner. I just want to say that. But uh, before we get to any of that, um, and not to take down a broadcasting grade at all, but Brian Finley, and that's not who I'm talking about. Brian Finley, a few minutes ago, played the sound of John Sterling and the walk-off home run for Aaron Judge today. Uh, it's a momentous occasion. It marks the first time this year that John Sterling has gone into his home run call and the ball's actually gone over the fence. So that's an exciting moment uh, for him and, and for all Yankee fans. Uh, but I do want to ask you a question about Aaron Judge. So they never quite got to the big hearing. Uh, they settle on Friday for somewhere in the middle, whatever it is, $19 million. Yeah. Weird situation. I can never figure out what's going on with the, with these baseball arbitration situations. Do you remember one just showing up in the at the end of June, like right in the middle of the season? I'm like, all right, we're going to have a hearing today with one of the biggest players in the game. I don't remember anything like this. But does Aaron Judge, pardon to sound like Dr. Seuss here, does Aaron Judge hold a grudge? Is that like, what do you think happens now with free agency coming up? Well, I think he's just going to do what an athlete in his case should do, right? He, you didn't get the extensions you wanted, you didn't get the money you wanted. Uh, and then you come out and you've shown that, hey, I'm worth this. You know, you can judge me by this year and, and what I've been able to do and produce. So I think he's going to make him eat it. And I think he's going to make him eat it too. Instead of two, whatever it was, two seventeen or whatever the, the, the number was, I think now he's going to go up into the threes. And I think he's going to say, hey, you know, uh, you had an opportunity to maybe find somewhere, meet me in the middle. Now I'm going to just throw this absurd money because, as we've seen, one thing baseball owners never say no to is it a deal that we all go, what was that? They can't say no to that. So I think now, again, they're going to be on the other end of this where he now has proven himself. Sometimes you got to bet on yourself. And then I think he's going to be able to find a way to get more money than even it was asking for initially. 294 average, 28 home runs, 56 driven in, and an OPS of 1,013. It's not even July yeah, yet. We're talking threes now. It will, you know, maybe added on an extra seventy-five million to to the original to what was uh you know asked for earlier. 
But that's one of those cases where you yeah. take that you take that risk, right? You you know, you see guys do it. You know, you bet on yourself and, and, and I'm going to take a gamble. And, and sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. In this case, again, it, it does. Uh, unlike like Ricky Williams in the, in the deal he signed with Master P in the No Limit Sports Agency many moons ago <laughs> where, hey, pay me on, you know, incentives. and what? It, boy, this is a rookie deal. You better get paid. It's fascinating, man, because I, there's a big conversation topic in the Bay right now because the Giants, who have been a, a really good team for a year and a half, uh, like have no notable stars. They have no notable players. Uh, Aaron Judge is obviously a notable player, but I'm fascinated, and maybe we can dive into this a little bit later on in the show too. What actually makes a star? Like Aaron Judge is fourth in baseball and OPS, but first is Jordan Alvarez. Um, if I went out on the street with and said, oh, where does Jordan Alvarez play? Do people even know who, who that is? And why does that not count as a star? Uh, well, that's a great conversation to have. So I was just watching the screen here in front of me, and they showed uh, that, that home run, of course, Marin Judge. And you know the name they had yep. above him at the end with the stat line was Jose Altuve. And I'll tell you why baseball misses so many opportunities. When I look at Jose Altuve and I look at Aaron Judge, that is a commercial in the making, right? That's a whole campaign of a guy who's right. 5'2 <laughs> and a guy who's 7'2. Right. How they miss that? Yep, yep. That's why baseball and doesn't have did stars. that movie once like upon a time, didn't they? I am thankful for this opportunity as always. I'm also thankful that Adam Kaplan, FSR and Sirius XM NFL insider is 20 minutes away because I think we're going to need the break after what we're about to get into with Kelvin Washington. It's Mark Willard on Fox Sports Sunday. Dollar Shave Club, six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores and now it's time for me to shave up your point (laughs) uh, with regard to Steph Curry the first thing I need to do though before we get into this and for those who maybe missed it 20 minutes ago we got to let you reboot the whole thing for sure Uh, but I need to attack your fandom first that's the first thing we need to do here did you say you're a Pistons fan first followed by anywhere LeBron goes? Correct. Do, do I have that right? Correct. LeBron, if people okay. say, who are your teams? I say Pistons. They say, okay, great. Who else? The the you know, the Lakers or this or that? I say, yeah, LeBron. Wherever he goes. Wait a minute. When people say, who's your team? And you say Pistons, do they really follow that up with a who else? That's a poor question. Well, they, you know, they just say, interviewer. well, let me, let me it, go back. There's one team. There's no who else. Let me go back. get to pick another let one. Me, let me go back. You say that, but you have to keep in mind, many people, I've been in L.A. now for 10 years, so they may they may yes. think I'm from here. Like, oh, you're, you're, you're a Laker. That's how you're, oh, you're a Laker fan or you're a Rams fan or any Lake, you know, Dodger, any L.A. team, and then that's how the conversation start so i'll say oh uh you know i'm a pistons fan they'll say oh so like do you, is your lakers your, your your new team your you know your la team that kind of question uh mr investigative reporter here see you are a journalist wow. see um but that's how it Look comes out. up and then i'll say no i'm a lebron guy so if lebron if lebron went to the orlando magic tomorrow I, well all of a sudden i'm keeping up with the orlando <laughs> magic i'm busting out a, a nick anderson jersey or something Okay. You know, LeBron on the shop just a couple of weeks ago kept talking uh, about how he would love to play with Steph Curry. What would you do if he joined the Warriors? <laughs> don't put me in <laughs> difficult situations like that. Now, hey, by the way, Mark, as a LeBron fan, let me say this. Somebody in LeBron's camp has to be like, yo, bro, we got to relax. 
because LeBron is starting to frustrate me. Like, dude, you're LeBron. Like, you are part of why people don't like LeBron. Some is because they were Kobe fans and there's the whole, you know, Kobe LeBron, right? Some reason why folks don't like Steph is because there was like, you know, not that anybody, I don't think anybody really thinks Steph is better than LeBron, but more so like, oh, it's his league now or he's the more dominant player of the last decade. And so I feel like people are in the battlefields for LeBron and then he's just not like standing firm in things. He's like, yeah, I'd play with Steph. I want to play with Steph. Hey, 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 we are out here fighting a good fight for you. And you're out here, hey, I'll do this. Hey, I'll go to the team. LeBron, we got to settle down, okay? Somebody has to take his page. He just, he said, he's too, he is almost too diplomatic. And if it is, it is a bit frustrating at times because you want a little bit of that, like, I don't like this player. That's why it was so great when he blocked Steph Curry's shot in the 2016 finals, I believe it was. And he kind of gave him that little, you know, because LeBron don't really do that too much. And it was like, yeah. But he's so diplomatic and he's so calculated and he's so well thought out that sometimes it is frustrating. Okay, I had to vent him. Right? Ass in the ball in big moments like a jerk. <laughs> no, no, don't, no. We're strictly talking <laughs> off the court. Okay. His okay. post, you know, okay. like even as a fan, I'm even like LeBron, you got to settle down. Like after a game, even a loss, he'll be like, you know, soaring high. They say I'm the watch king, but look at me in the sky flying high. <laughs> hey, guy, we lost by 26, okay? Like, let, let, let's settle down. I'm your biggest fan. Me, Gloria, your mama, and Savannah, your wife, and then me. Okay, but let, we got to settle down, LeBron. Like, you know, they okay. say I'm the right. watch well, king. Like, all right, come on, LeBron. I- <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad that you said you're one of his biggest fans because that that that's wobbly point number two with your fandom, because uh, I I got, you know, in my inner circle, in my my high school friend group, if you will, uh, there is one there is one who decided to buck geography with his fandom and it's because his parents went to Cal. And therefore, uh, he loves all players who went to Cal above anything else. And when Cal's best players kept ending up with the Phoenix Suns, Kevin Johnson, Jason Kidd, suddenly he became a huge fan of the Phoenix Suns. Okay, makes sense. Put aside for a second. Well, put aside for a second that he is now one of their broadcasters. Hashtag manifestation. Great job. But put that aside for a second. The man grew up a a fan of the Phoenix Suns. It's like, no, you don't get to just, I mean, I guess you do. Like, you get to do whatever you want, but, like, how far does fanboy go? You're going to pick one player, and you're just like, I'm going to follow that guy wherever he goes and whatever uniform he puts on, that's my bag. Listen, first of all, I am adaptive, okay? I understand the new age in which we are in, okay? The way that, specifically with the NBA, it's set up now is where people are going to be, for instance, People are Steph Curry fans, not Warrior fans. They're Warrior fans because they think they are. But until now, if Steph Curry were to all of a sudden, let's just say, you know, another year or two, maybe things are going downhill. Maybe he says, I want to try it on my own, you know, maybe. And he goes to another team. They're going to follow him, a lot of fans. And they're going to be Steph fans. A great example of that was an institution in Los Angeles, and that was Kobe Bryant. And what I learned, Mark Willard, was that folks were Kobe Bryant fans more than they were Laker fans. Because if you were a Laker fan, I remember doing radio. I was doing radio here i was even doing it locally in los angeles and when the rumors started to surface lebron james may be a los angeles laker and what did laker fan i don't want him i don't want him i'm all right kobe bryant god bless the dead was alive at the time and it was that whole you know he just retired legacy is Le- and lebron was on the on the verge of is he maybe better than kobe maybe he know who's kobe's better than him 
So the idea that now LeBron will be a Laker, they didn't like that. Now, mind you, the best player in the NBA was about to come to your team who has proven if I'm with your team, you're going to win a championship. He had proven that, and now all of a sudden they're like, oh, I don't, I don't want him, I don't want him. Then you're not a Laker fan, you are a Kobe fan. And I think that is what we're going to start seeing now in the NBA outside of New York. New York Knicks fans are Knicks fans. But whereas people are going to be fans of the player a bit more so than they are uh, than a team. Look, root how you want to root. Uh, if LeBron is on your team, you're going to win a championship is a strong statement. Well, strong. call me The Rock. Have I been proven wrong? Wrong statement. Wait, 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 wait. Strong. Mark well, Willard, Mark Willard, uh, prove me wrong. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. The, the, the gentleman that you denigrated to start this conversation uh, has the same number of fingers fitted than LeBron James does. So he's on your team equals they're going to win a championship is a strong statement. Yes. And an inaccurate one, by the way. I'm sorry. How am I proving wrong? I didn't say they're going to win every year. What I'm saying is if you're the Cleveland organization, the Cleveland uh, whole sports demographic hadn't won Jack. LeBron brings a ring. Go to Miami, win a couple rings. Let me go to L.A., who everybody loves and glamorizes the Lakers, who have been terrible, even with God bless the dead, the late, great Kobe Bryant the last four or five years of his career. What do they turn around and do? Win a championship. So, so everywhere the man, the man goes, all I know is they go to an NBA Finals and they win. Not here to take down anybody named LeBron James uh, because that would be haterade. So let's the take down Curry. The haterade in this conversation, I believe a big gulp of it was taken by you uh, about 20 minutes ago when it sounded to me like you wanted to find a way to not make Steph Curry an all-time great. Now, let me answer a few things that you said right off the bat. I don't really care Mount Rushmore, Mount Hushmore. I don't really have a Mount Rushmore. I've always thought this was kind of a stupid conversation. You could have your four favorite players all you want. Trying to compare Bill Russell going against nine teams and Michael Jordan with two separate careers and LeBron James bouncing around to different franchises and any other dynasty, Tim Duncan, Steph Curry, or anything else. Trying to compare all this is ridiculous. And outside of a barber shop is quite frankly, wasted breath. So I don't have a Mount Rushmore. I don't really care who's in your top 10. The point is more broad than that. Steph Curry absolutely is an all-time great. Steph Curry absolutely is one of a small number of current NBA players capable of being, as we like to call them, that dude on an NBA championship roster right about now. Giannis that dude. LeBron, eh, we might be on the back end, but obviously that dude. Steph Curry, that dude. Jason Tatum had a turn to see if he could be that dude. Not that dude yet. So you can, I can, it sounded to me like you were starting to move toward the, well, there's all this stuff around him that kind of makes him work, and he's a great shooter, and he is transcendent, and he changed the game, and all of these things, you're sprinkling the dust 
that got blown away last week, my man. No. It got blown no. away. Here, and it got whipped up into the wind and taken out into the ocean because that man went to Boston down 2-1, hung a 40-plus burger on the Boston Celtics, the greatest defensive team in the NBA, and then was clearly the best player on the floor, on a floor that was filled with really good players who are trying to grab that mantle how is it and by the way the mantra of the parade because i was there last week was what are they gonna say next well i got a lot to say because i I got a lot to say i'd love to hear it so what is it you're gonna say next the first thing we're gonna say is this is a compliment that we're having this conversation with him because when you're in the pantheons of the greats that's what we do right we nitpick because if you go five years ago what was it well lebron had to you know go to miami to win or had to or well kobe only won because of Shaq. this is what we do when we start talking the greats of the greats. so it's a compliment to him my one of one of the only issues that i have with 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 when people start going getting carried away with stuff was a well not one but a few of the things were people acted as if it was asinine to request from someone that people are trying to put into the top 10 to have a finals MVP he didn't need that to justify it well let's put a pause there everyone else that we would put in the top 10 the Larry Birds the Magic Johnsons the Kareem the Kobe's the LeBron's Jordans and so on they had had at least one or maybe even all, all most of the multiples so the idea that it was asinine I'm not saying he's not great Absolutely. Duh, we all have eyes. But what I'm saying is because you all want to start to put him way ahead of people, now we have to nitpick. And when we start to nitpick, the math wasn't mathing because you can't tell me this guy is all of this. And many times now, six finals up until this year for the most part, you watch and you said, he ain't the best guy out there. He ain't the best guy out there. Many times throughout the NBA season, we would say this is LeBron's league up until the last couple, two, three, four years. I'll give you that. Maybe Kevin Durant. Maybe still LeBron. Maybe it was a couple. Of, maybe it's Luka. Maybe it's Giannis. But I'm like, when was it that we solidified? We knew this was he was the absolute best player. If you look at the other guys in the top ten, Michael Jordan, we knew he was the best player. They were about a three, four year run where we knew Kobe Bryant's the best player. We knew Cap Kareem Abdul was the best player. There was a three year period where Magic or three year period where Bird were the best players. I'm like, when was Steph the best player? These are these are these are questions. Again, it's a compliment to him that I have to now dissect and nitpick when we're going to place people in the upper echelons because if he were a great player but not that great Tracy McGrady or something like that then you wouldn't I wouldn't have to nitpick these things so for me no he doesn't need it he doesn't need a finals MVP no actually he does because you're trying to surpass all these other greats I'm like man I watched too many finals where I go oh yeah I forgot Steph Curry was out there oh yeah I forgot Mm. this was Steph Curry's team Oh, yeah, I forgot. And that's that was what a lot of folks, including myself, wanted to see. And he, to (laughs) your point, he did deliver. He did finally deliver. He did it. He did it. So isn't this conversation about a month late? No. Like, he did that. He did that. And by the way, I would say what this year solidifies is that it's on you if you didn't notice for the last however many eight years this is six finals trips in eight years and the only two years they were not there decimated by injury look what has happened to kevin durant's career since he left maybe just maybe maybe just maybe we were doing a poor job of assessing what was actually happening for the last eight years when steph curry's on the floor mark willard are you at least open to that possibility no mark willard when when kevin durant was on that Kevin Durant was on that team universally. We all said who was the best player on that team. Just answer that. 
No, don't don't try to revision his history. When Kevin Durant was a warrior, we all knew the best player. There in was, fact, there, in fact, we it was the first time no that we actually. Question, go ahead. There was no question who was the Finals MVP. No, no, in no, those no, years. no. Who and was there, the best oh, no, player no, no, on the no, team? No, no. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it because Kevin Durant was absolutely the one who stands out on the television screen, on the stat board, if you will, even though if you want to go look up their stats, my gosh, pretty damn close as far as numbers when they played together. But as far as the way a defense tries to guard certain players, Kevin Durant might be individually one of the most unguardable forces we've ever seen in Agreed. the NBA. Agreed. I'm not going to be an idiot here. I'm not going to sit here and denigrate Kevin Durant just because someone on the radio is asking me to try to pick he or he. The bottom line is, is what Steph Curry does to a defense is a little bit more intricate. It's harder to see in front of you. And therefore, for years, people have not given the due. They will do things like, oh, wow, he's an amazing shooter. And they'll give away the fact that it's six foot two. He is one of the best guard finishers in oh, the NBA. Oh, for sure. I'll give you that. He is, Without a doubt. He is absolutely as unguardable on the perimeter. But the problem for Steph Curry is he doesn't fit on your Mount Rushmore or your top 10, whoever you are listening to us, because he doesn't look the part. He doesn't look like the person we want to put I, there. I don't agree. Because you simplify so that. Obviously, no, because he's not so obviously physically dominating that we just can't wrap our heads around it. Plus, we have to admit that we're wrong if we do that. And nobody likes to do that. No. I, I, we got to take a break, yes. right? 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 Uh, we do. We do. Let's, take, yes. let's take a break because yes. there's, there's a couple I, more points I, that I have to add. And, again, this is a compliment to him from my standpoint that we're nitpicking him because if he weren't, then we would be like, oh, he's just, you know, uh, Vince Carter. Really good but not worth the conversation of all-time great, right? Uh, Tracy McGrady. Okay. Really, really, really good but not worth these types of conversations. So, to me, it's a compliment, but there are a few things that I kind of need if you're talking resume or checklist for me to put him in certain areas where others are, are, are trying to place him. That's simply my point, and that's why I said it comes off either as hating or to me it's just are we going too far? Again, Andre Iguodala, to me he's the best point guard ever. Okay, Andre, come on, settle down, Andre. What we, see, that's what, and then that's what fires I mean, folks up. That's a teammate. That's a, but I know, a teammate. but you, you don't have to be I outrageous. Mean, a, you, know, you also don't I, have to be outrageous. Listen, I, it's not outrageous. I mean, what is he, number two? Is it outrageous to say he's number one? There are people who think it's outrageous when you say LeBron's the greatest of all time, which I bet you don't think is an outrageous statement. So, listen, plenty of time for all of this. Adam Kaplan is going to join us next. We'll circle back to this after that. But the latest on Deshaun Watson, the quarterback carousel that still hasn't happened yet this offseason, is coming up next with Kelvin Washington, Mark Willard on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, Fox Sports Sunday continues with Calvin Washington. It's Mark Willard. And uh, we pause this Steph Curry debate. Uh, Adam Kaplan spit some knowledge at us. FSR, SiriusXM, NFL Insider. You can follow him, of course, at Kaplan NFL. Adam, it is awesome to have you. And just about an hour and a half ago, we were chopping up this Deshaun Watson situation. And, and, and let's just kind of get maybe your, your point on the information side of it first. Mm-hmm. The whole thing gets started on Tuesday. We know the NFL is going after, as they've said, an indefinite suspension that lasts at least a year. But to what you know, what, what's, what's your best read right now on how this is going to play out? Well, yeah, let's start with the NFL set. I've said on Fox Sports Radio for a year now that the league is going to want him off the field. Uh, they felt they had pretty good information in terms of what they think happened. Uh, but, of course, you have the player on the NFLPA side. The NFLPA will fight any suspension. Now, since the 2020 CBA that got done between the players and the, club, and the league – Remember now, the, the way that the discipline is decided is different now. It goes through a neutral person, which is Sue Robinson. She's a f- uh, retired federal judge. And she will hear the case on Tuesday, and she'll have information. She'll go sort through the information and the testimony, and they'll go through that. And it, over a series of two or three weeks, we should have an answer. But the strange thing is that the, the, the PA agreed to the appeal process will go through the commissioner. Now... Commissioner cannot overturn uh, whatever she whatever she rules. If she says no games, then the commissioner cannot do anything. If she says six games, which is the baseline for conduct, a co- personal conduct policy violation, the commissioner could take it up if he wants. 
if he wants to do that. If it's 12, he could reduce it or he can increase it. So that's the difference between when Roger Goodell was the man who would make, would make all the decisions to it's going through Sue Robinson, this, this uh, retired federal judge, and it'll start on Tuesday. And uh, Mark and I were kind of having this conversation about, you know, I, I use the term precedent and, and maybe not this exact instance where you had 24 allegations and 24 yeah. suits uh, against Deshaun Watson. But we've seen this before. And I said the only two things that kind of keep you out of the NFL is if you are abusing dogs, Mike Vick, or if you're speaking too profoundly about the, the, the injustices against black folk. Uh, Colin Kaepernick. So if we kind of base things off what we've seen with domestic violence before, if we've seen with even drunk driving issues and killings like Dante Stallworth, does it seem it's just a matter of, okay, he's going to get his, as you just mentioned, maybe six games, 12 games, and then he's going to be back in and all things will be fine because this is just the way football is and fans are. We're able to compartmentalize and say, la, 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 la. I don't want to hear the other thing. All I want to know is how did he perform on Sundays? Well, look, the... (laughs) Fans, see, if you think of it, you're a Browns fan now. You finally have your franchise quarterback. But how in the world do you buy his jersey? Because you just don't know what the truth is. So they're, fa- Browns fans are in a tough position. If you look at it from a, cl- uh, like a league standpoint, they seriously care about optics. Just covering the league now, this is my 20th year. They so care about image and so, and, and, and so forth. You, you mentioned the Vic and the dogfighting. They care about this stuff. The leader of the franchise for every NFL team should be the quarterback. It's not always the case, but in most cases it is. It surely is with Cleveland. The, part of the reason why they want to come down hard on, on Watson is because of the optics of the accusations. And plus, a New York Times article, uh, they've alleged that there are at least 66 instances of Watson contacting ladies uh, for massages, which is super highly unregular, irregular from talking to coaches who've have used uh, massage therapists, male or female. They only use one or two. They just don't feel comfortable for more than that. Uh, the league will present its case, and they'll go from there. But to answer your question, they s- really care about optics. And they, my feeling has been for a year, talking to people privately about this, th- they, they just know if they don't come out strong, it'll be – if you think they've, they've not come out the right way in other situations, this is one where they know they have to. Adam Kaplan with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Adam, who's playing quarterback for the Browns this year? <laughs> well, right now, if uh, first it won't be Baker Mayfield. They're going to move him one way or the other, whether it's by training camp to the Panthers or another team. One way or the other, uh, the, the teams I've spoken with who have interest in, in, in uh, Baker Mayfield, they think one of two things will happen. Because both sides want to be done with it. The Browns want to move Mayfield. Mayfield wants, it, it does not want to be a Brown. So they want to be done with each other. So he either be traded or released. The Browns are not willing to release him at this point. They haven't come up with a, a, a deal that where they could get the other team to take on enough money of his $18.858 million contract, which is fully guaranteed, by the way, which is why they don't want to cut him. If, he, if, it, if none of the money was guaranteed, they could cut him and just live with it. But they're not willing to do that right now. So in the end, it's either going to be Jacoby Brissett or another quarterback. Now, if Watson gets suspended for the whole season, which we didn't mention, which could happen, uh, we'll have to see if, if uh, where Sue Robinson comes down on this. But if it's not Watson with uh, with his suspension, Jacoby Brissett is the backup. But the other part about this is, which is interesting, is I don't know why they did this. They traded Case Keenum, who was the backup last year, who's been with Kevin Stefanski. Remember that they were together with the Vikings when the Vikings made the championship game with Case Keenum being the quarterback. 
when he, when he had a career year in 2017. Adam, I want to I want to stay with quarterbacks, but I want to switch to a guy who it seems like this is our annual time to discuss his inefficiency, uh, his, you know, his his deficiencies and how he's just not that guy yet. If you look at his record, you look at his, you know, even the statistics to to a degree. He's had some success, and that's Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, he was a few yeah. plays away from getting back to another Super Bowl. Uh, how do you assess this, right? How do you assess a guy who's like, man, like he goes home to his wife or his girlfriend, I don't know his situation, or whoever, his homies, <laughs> and he's sitting there. Well, we know some old dating things. But we, he's sitting there with his homies, and he's like, <laughs> he, you, if you ever saw that old Tyrese uh, Gibson meme, there's a meme of Tyrese Gibson crying, and he goes, what more do you want from me? And I feel like Jimmy Garoppolo has that right to say, what more? do you want from me it looks like they're going to go with Trey Lance and eventually move on where do you see him landing and how do you just assess again a guy who's going to look up and say you know let's say he plays another four or five years I don't care if it's another team Mm -hmm. a guy who's like Hall of Fame ish when you go strictly by the resume not necessarily the stats obviously but just resume maybe even mixed in with stats how do you assess his career what what he's had to go through solid winning quarterback is his records well above 500 you know I, I don't that's not a great determinant because there's a lot goes into playing quarterback and, and winning in the National Football League. There, it's not like the NBA where you have five starters. In the NFL, you got 22 starters. But he's a winning quarterback. They, you talked about it. They got the Super Bowl with Garoppolo, having a career year in 2019. He's been hurt a lot. That's the problem. Uh, whether it's the ACL injury where he had an awkward slide, uh, he had the right shoulder injury, which turned out to be a surgery. He's had a finger issue. He's had a, he's had a lot of injuries. But Carolina, I'm told, has interest in him. There's no question that they do. But they, too, like most teams, they have a problem with the $24.2 million base salary. And the Niners, they badly want Trey Lance to be the starter. Let's not forget, forget what they gave up to go up and trade for him last year. So to account for that, he's got to be the starter this season. But right now, they don't have a buyer for Garoppolo's contract. And that is the problem where Mayfield is not making as much, and he's much younger and he doesn't have Garoppolo's injury history, though Mayfield's come back from left shoulder surgery, but it, it, from what I understand, should be okay by training camp. Adam, on this topic, real quick, uh, unless I'm remembering incorrectly, uh, the Browns badly wanted Jimmy Garoppolo back when the 49ers traded for him. I know it's been some years now. Is there any chance that Garoppolo, once you get the Watson decision, is of interest in Cleveland? No, they're not. They're, they're not on that one. First of all, they they've got a cap issue because no matter what, remember Deshaun Watson's contract will, is fully guaranteed. All the, 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 you can't really do anything with his his salary now. The now it's one thing though if he gets suspended for the whole season, the contract gets told. But he's got a cap number that doesn't go away. The base salary, remember, is only one million because they they deny this, but we know the truth is that they were they were trying to account for him potentially being suspended for a majority of the season. But no, there's what's really interesting about you could actually go back to the 14 draft. The 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 Browns had significant interest that regime then significant interest in Garoppolo. That was a Derek Carr draft. And it's funny how things work out. Now I do believe though you will find them doing something at quarterback if Watson gets suspended for the season. Because you know, we were talking about this earlier, but we could just add a little bit. You could expect them to add another quarterback. Uh, now, unfortunately, when you look at the landscape. With Ryan Fitzpatrick's retirement, and we know he's going to go into uh, the media, and he'll be very good, by the way, at it. If you just look at the landscape of quarterback, it's really bad. It's not like anyone jumps out at you. Uh, you've, you, you just, there's really no one out there. They'd have to make a trade. 
But knowing the Browns as I do, I do believe they would add a quarterback. They would have to. Jacoby Brissett's a decent backup. Over time, he showed he's just not a quality starter. That's just the reality of the situation. Hey, Adam Kaplan with us. Uh, Adam, I, I want to ask you this. Uh, another guy I looked at we've had conversations about around is Lamar Jackson. And, uh, you know, he, he's missing camp and, and will he sign? What's the deal? What's the latest with that? So it's a two-parter. Just what is the latest with him and getting getting everything done, uh, some type of deal with the Ravens? And then also just to hit the perception of him. Obviously, people say he can't make the pass. And and I feel like that's you know, be something that teams could maybe, you know, the Ravens in this case, use against him to say, you know, oh, well, there's hasn't maybe been developing that. But then you look at some of the numbers and metrics that say actually tight window passes. He's been one of the best the last, you know, last year and the last couple of years. Where where do you where do you see him in this? And is he just a matter of we talked about this with Jimmy Garoppolo staying healthy, and then you get back to saying no, he is that guy, and, and maybe making a Super Bowl run, or there's still some deficiencies that you see that that makes him maybe a lesser than or or some improvement that you really must see before you kind of want to say he is that guy. All right, so with, with uh, Lamar Jackson, first of all, he doesn't have an agent, which has been a mistake. This deal probably would have been done last year uh, had he had an agent. It's, the Ravens have wanted to get this done. This has been a priority for them. Uh, they, they want to take care of him. They still want to do that. They're hoping that they'll get some momentum closer to training camp. We've got four more weeks. Uh, he is their guy. Make no mistake about it. No doubt about it. And they like Tyler Huntley as his backup. That was a good find for them, who was an undrafted free agent in 2020. So they just, in fact, here, here, when you talk about him as a passer, let, let's go over there. Talking to the Ravens about this, during the pandemic year, let, let's say we didn't have the pandemic, they, they were going to actually give him more responsibility. That was his third year. They want to give him more responsibility in the passing game, and unfortunately, their offseason got wiped out. Last year, um, he, he had some illnesses. They couldn't quite do what they wanted to do with him. Now, they're always going to be a running team, as long as John Harbaugh is there. And by the way, Lamar's part of that. But he's got, he's got very good touch on the football. The Ravens don't believe that they want to give him 35-plus attempts per game. That's not what they see. They want him part of the, the, the run game, play-action game. They're going to go heavy two tight end sets. In fact, Mark Andrews is terrific. Nick Boyle, one of the best blocking tight ends of the league. They actually drafted two tight ends in the fourth, in the fourth round of really good Isaiah Likely and Charlie Kolar. So they're telling you what they're going to do. They're going to still be a running team. But just understand, they're not going to put the game in Lamar Jackson's hands to throw the football. That's just the reality of the situation what they have. Adam, great stuff. We appreciate the update as, uh, as we get ready. Here we go, counting down the last two, three months before it all gets started. Really appreciate you, man. All right, guys, thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Uh, yep. Adam Kaplan, Sirius XM and FSR, NFL Insider. Uh, now let's get uh, Brian in here, find out what's trending NFL beyond everywhere else as well. Hey, Brian, what's hey, going hey, on? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, Ole Miss, by the way, they are your national champs in college baseball. They swept the best of three series against Oklahoma from Omaha with that 4-2 win today. And the Rebs pick up their first national championship in program history. Now, in regards to Major League Baseball, there are a slew of games happening right now. To some of the notable ones, the Mariners and Angels are tied at one, bottom of the seventh. But this was a game that saw a brawl break out on the field between both teams and both of the managers and six players, three from each respective squad had been sent away as well. So a total of eight team personnel ejected in this very spicy, heated feud feud 
unlaced matchup where it all got started between two inside pitches that seemed to ruffle the feathers, if you will, of these teams. As far as another game, the Padres are trailing the Phillies 6-5. Kyle Schwarber hit that three-run blast in the top of the seventh. We make our way to the bottom of the seventh with San Diego batting. Aaron Judge smoking a walk-off three-run blast his 28th jack of the season for the Yankees, so they are able to get by the Astros 6-3. to and make that in the 10th inning. So that was a, a walk-off win. The Mets lost in a walk-off win to the Marlins 3-2 to as Nick Fortes had this the home run in the bottom half of the ninth. The Rays get it done against the Pirates 4-2. to The Twins do so against the Rockies 6-3. to The Brewers dominate the Blue Jays 10-3. to Rowdy Tellez had two home runs and the Cubs are winners against the Cardinals 6-5 to in 10 innings. Also something to mention, guys, Xander Shoffley winning the Travelers Championship at minus 19. A two-shot lead helped his cause with that birdie on 18 on his 72nd hole of the tournament. So he gets it done. TPC River Highlands in Connecticut. And finally, coming up in a little bit more than an hour, we've got Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Final. And Lightning's Braden Point is a scratch tonight. He's dealing with those lower body injuries. Puck will drop just after 8 p.m. Eastern. Colorado, even though they dropped game five on the it, it, at their place looking to close things out still had three games to two in this series against the two-time defending champ let's get it back to two champs in sports radio yeah i said it you did Delvin washington and mark willard it uh it feels good feels good to be a champion <laughs> i'm not gonna lie was that uh was at the parade last no, settle week? down and, he didn't uh, ask you all you that know, mark <laughs> yeah confetti it was amazing it really was feels good to be a champ Big K. He didn't. He didn't ask you all that. He didn't want to know your whereabouts. He didn't want to know how you got that tan from last week. He didn't ask any of that. All right. That, that's called a burn, uh, by the way. Oh. Is uh, is what that's called. Uh, well, by us the brothers way, can burn the, too. By the way, us brothers can burn well, too. I, it is rare, but a brother can get a burn. Little no fact. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, did you see the highlights yet of this brawl that Brian's talking about between the Angels and the Mariners? Have you watched the video yet? I have. I thought you were talking about the brawl you and I had over uh, Steph Curry and all that. But yeah, you know, no, 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 because that's not over. That's not over yet. That that one, man, round one. That's it. We're, We're not even close to done on that. I'm waiting. I'm ready. Are you now? I'm ready. Um, I, I just want to make sure it doesn't end like that brawl ended, which was a bunch of people sort of half shoved one another and then they talked and then it sort of uh, it, it, it got it got all riled up again. One person fell over. That was tragic. Yeah. And then when all of it was over and everyone bent back to their dugouts, one Angels player did go out on the field and threw a box of sunflower seeds <laughs> in the general direction of the Mariners' dugout while still on his side of the baseline. Yeah. Very, very dramatic and terrifying, actually. They get into it, they start, and then they're just like, hey, man, where's the nearest in and out? That's all they really want to know. Hey, man, what, what, you, what y'all going tonight? What y'all getting into? You hanging out tonight? Yeah, let's act like we're fighting because everybody's watching. We gotta act like we're tough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Push, 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 push. That's what it is. But one of the, but the interesting thing about this, because somebody tweeted you and I, by the way, uh, make sure you hit us up on Twitter as well, K-Dub Live. And then, what is it, Mark T? Mark, Mark T what, what is it? Yeah, this is all kinds of underscores. Yeah, Mark underscore T underscore Willard. I own the shift key, so. So I yeah, make people do. use it. Yeah, all right. Hit all the all, all the underscores when you hit them up. But somebody tweeted us, and, and you. It's funny because 
what is the like what if we're all going out there to have one of those fun baseball brawls but like what if a guy or two are like for real ready to throw them things you know, and, like, catches everybody off guard. <laughs> like, it happens once every two like, to three years where everybody's coming out yep. ready to have a little fun. And then one guy is, like, dead serious. Like, I'm not playing. Totally. I'm knocking teeth out. And it happens. No. And that's always interesting to me when you get these basketball or baseball fights where it's, like, not really going to get serious. But then you get, like, a Carmelo throwing a real punch. You're like, oh, or, like, a Rondo really punching Chris Paul. You're like, oh, he really meant that. You can't be that guy. I had that happen to me in a pickup football game in college one time where a guy who was trying to, like, Al Bundy relive his high school years came out to the lawn with gloves on. And, oh. and, and like, somebody snapped the ball, and he thought he was an offensive lineman, and he started hitting me in my face. There are no helmet. I'm like, what are you, do- what are you doing? Like, what – like – you can't uh, calm down. Yeah, that guy you, like, takes we're it to just, you. Right? Yeah, right. Like he I've got a sunscreen on. Like, what are you seriously? Yeah, he needed to release um, some anyway. tension, brother. Yeah, yeah, and he did. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Round two next, Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, Mark, you like lists. Where are you ranking this? Top 10, 15, 20 songs of all time, all genres? Uh, uh, oh, man. The Red Hots? Incredible song, man. 
Under the bridge is pretty. Uh, it's pretty iconic. Sometimes that's, uh, that's I feel iconic, like but... I don't have a pop. Sorry. Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> Sometimes well, I feel. So I like lists, but I don't make them anymore. Do you? Do we, Is that what this is really all about? We'll get to Kyrie, by the way, at the top of the hour. I definitely want to do that. It's funny because we're sitting here having the Steph argument. Yeah. But I don't think it actually – it's going to die on the vine because I'm, I'm fine with what you're saying. If you don't want to put them on your Mount Rushmore, if you, don't, if you want to still dig your heels in that – I know, crazy take now – Magic Johnson's the best point guard of all time. I don't have any argument for you. See, but you keep getting me mad because something. Listen, Mark, I get your point, right? That list or, hey, you all all have our own preference. We have our own opinions. And, 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 you know, just like that, I get that. I'm totally with you. But certain things should be blasphemous, okay? Certain things like saying, like, Magic Johnson's not the best point guard, especially when it's. When again, my only thing when it's the person word that you would say, like if you said Isaiah, no, Isaiah Thomas is the best point guard or, or John Stockton. Well, I think most people would be like, dude, you're crazy. At least they're kind of in the sense of you see as a point guard. That's why when, when Andre Iguodala or someone says, now, and a lot of people are saying, by the way, it's not just Andre Iguodala. A lot of people are now trying to have this debate. It becomes, well, okay, wait a minute. The dude doesn't even bring the ball up, which is not a problem. I have zero problems with that because he's effective running off screens and coming off. Like, that's why would I not utilize someone at their best, their, you know, their, their talents, which I'm not mad at that. But see, then they take it too far, Mark, and they say he's best point guard. Come on now. Look, look, people the best are very, assist very person on his own team is Draymond. Week. Who's the best passer get, on that team? Who's Draymond. The best passer or who, when? Okay, fine. I mean, that's kind of the way the offense runs, though. Then that's fine like, with me. Steph Curry, you know what I mean? When Steph Curry's got the ball in his hands and he's up at the three point arc and he's breaking down a defender, his point is not to pass the ball. For Draymond, it is. But that's my point. And, that, and that's why that's my point <laughs> that that's perfectly fine. Just don't say he's the best player. See, that's where I get frustrated. Well, but see, but now, but we're just adjusting the definition of point guard, is all that is. You know okay, what I mean? Well, let's like, adjust why the definition point guard on Sunday. I thought Sunday was the day after Saturday. Now you're like, well, well why, why, is a, why, why is a point guard got to pass the ball? Who said you have to pass the ball to be the point guard? Okay, well, that's kind of the position. The point guard is the person who sets it. I'm not no, saying you that, only. I'm not saying you oh, only pass. Obviously, because you never, know, never knew you to be a man who wouldn't buck tradition. My goodness, I'm a purist at heart. Know Good this about Lord. me, Mark Willard. Don't make listen, me drive up listen. the 405 or the 101. You, it, it, magic can be your point guard, and you can keep him off of your Mount Rushmore, and I'll rank him 12th instead of 10. Do you feel better now? No, I honestly do. Like, the level of kumbaya that's okay, in good. my heart right now. <laughs> good. <laughs> cool. Let's get to a different point guard next, Kyrie. Yeah, here we are rocking and rolling through all things Deshaun Watson, Steph Curry, Kyrie, and more. Fox Sports Sunday coming at you on Fox Sports Radio. So glad, so thankful you're with us. Dollar Shave Club, a reminder, six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. When I think of the word smooth, man, I used to think of Kyrie with the ball, but the last couple of years of this guy's career, I wish I knew what to make of it. Kelvin, can I tell you that There's probably no athlete out there right now that more challenges my sensibilities as a fan because I want to be. I am very, very habitually pro-athlete. 
I am pro differences. I am pro do you. I am pro think differently. But my gosh, what to do with this guy when he comes at you with, I'm going to miss half of the season um, and uh, my star-studded team is going to barely get into the play-in tournament. And then as soon as we get swept unceremoniously out of the playoffs, I'm going to say things like, I'll get with ownership and we'll figure out the future of this organization going forward. It just, it pushes it too far, it feels. And now here we are, when I get to a point, and I see this, I think we all do in our lives, don't we? Kyrie Irving, you get to a point where it's like, how many jerseys are too many? How many situations can get busted up And you continually say, well, it was that person the first time. And then it was this person over here the second time. And then that owner or coach over here the third time. How many situations need to go wrong before you say, oh, maybe I am the issue? Well, great topic um, because they always say everybody can't be wrong, right? If everybody's always saying you're crazy at some point, maybe I am a little crazy if everybody's saying it, not just one or two people. Right. It's an interesting conversation because you start talking about legacies. And one of the reasons why, if you you look at guys like a Kyrie, and, I, and we've been having fun with Steph Curry all day, and I, and I meant most of what I said, you know, we have a little fun, a little poke and a little tongue-in-cheek there, but I'll use an example. You could argue, and I think you would even agree with this, Kyrie Irving may be equally, if not maybe more, just strictly talented than Steph. But when you put everything in the – are you laughing? Follow what I mean. Just pure talent. I'm talking dribbling in ability. In a, tradi- in a traditional sense, dribbling ability, I'm going to give a wash. Finishing ability, I'm going to give Kyrie. Okay. Shooting ability, I'm going to give Steph. Well, well now, hold on. Uh, hold on. Teammate, I'm with you. I'm with you. Teammate, I'm going to give Steph. Without a doubt. Here, I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, like when, when talented you, at what? Well, I here's what it, So let me elaborate. So when you say dribbling, I think most people will go uh, Kyrie. I think that's not a like by far, but Kyrie is usually most people regard as the best dribbler we've ever seen in the NBA, right? It, 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 I mean, that's most people would say that. Very close. Steph is up there, highly up there. I'm no no argument there. When you say shooter, I would agree with three pointer. But if you're talking mid range, if you're talking post up shooting, then I'm going to give that edge to Kyrie. If you're going range, then <laughs> clearly it's Steph Curry. My simple point is that talent wise, it's not a major gap one way or the other. But when you start going legacy, when you start to your point, making noise, when you start going switching teams, when you start going not being a great teammate, that is where he keeps dropping and dropping dropping and dropping and those are the things that become interesting when you have these conversations of legacy and because one of the things we do when we talk about greats is it's all encompassing it's not simply just your talent it's the winning is a part of it it's your talent a part of it the story a part of it and so Kyrie continues to kind of hurt where we're going to look up and Kyrie may maybe skin of his teeth get in the hall of fame maybe he won't for instance he didn't make the top 75 you could argue well how the freak did Anthony Davis make it over him you know he's had it but again he's seen up until this season Anthony Davis was more likable I kind of had you know people weren't really had many issues with him for the most part Damian Lillard great example there's I'll actually I'll stick with Damian Lillard like how is Damian Lillard a top 75 over Kyrie like if you want to even include winning well he's been to what three championships I think he went to three if I'm not mistaken won one and made a huge impact in the one he won so it's like how is Dame over him again it's partly because your story 
is a part of your legacy. And Kyrie is continuing to lessen his legacy, which is his prerogative, because that's what we're seeing now with NBA players in specific, where guys are creating their, hey, I want to go here. Hey, I want to go there. Hey, I want to team up with here. I want to go over there. And it's turning into, you kind of see that in in, in big-time EuroLeague soccer where this big player – it used to be you play for your country, right? This is who I play for. Then it started turning turn to, well, I play for my country, but uh, they're paying 250 mil over there. I'm going over there. And that's where the NBA is going. And I said this earlier. You're going to see where fans your children's age up into maybe 617 right now are going to be forced to pick players not just teams. I'm a Kyrie fan. Well, uh, he might be with the Lakers. Now I'm a, you know, I'm with Kyrie and the Lakers. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Kawhi Leonard fan. Diehard Spurs. Oh wait, he went to Toronto. Oh wait, now he's with the Clippers. And you're gonna start seeing where folks do that more so than teams because of this new movement that you're seeing from NBA stars. Well, I'm down with it. I really am. I'm not. I'm not anti movement. I'm not anti the guys getting whatever they want. And in the end, I do see this the same way I said it when Kevin Durant came to the Warriors. The same way when he left, because uh, to me it's disingenuous if you had the opposite opinion on the way in as you did on the way out. Look, it's their life and their career. If they would like to at any point be somewhere else, damn it, they've earned that, and off they get to go. But at the same time, um, you. As fans, as observers of the NBA, we get to point out the differences in how a career feels if you do it like a Steph, if you do it the way it appears, for instance, Giannis is building his. We'll see where that goes. He's much younger. But the way the decision he made and then to win a championship there. And who knows where that would have gone if Chris Middleton had never gotten hurt. You know, they, they have one of valid point, a handful valid point. of what-ifs, right, that come out of every single NBA season. There's always a bunch of what-ifs, and uh, they don't end up really meaning anything. But, it, it, you know, the Giannis career, I like that arc. You look at the way that feels versus a Kyrie who's on Jersey 3, Kevin Durant, Jersey 3, um, you've got James Harden, who is on Jersey 4. Um, you've got uh, Russell Westbrook, Jersey 4. You mentioned Kawhi, Jersey 3. It's different, man. It just doesn't have that definition. It doesn't have the same feel. Somewhere along the road, it gets lost, and it just becomes a little bit of, of a jumble. And that's fine if that doesn't bother them. Take a LeBron who, if you call Cleveland two different jerseys, right, from two different trips, he's also on Jersey 4 and, 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 and you know, has titles in three different cities. We can, we can applaud that. It's actually pretty amazing to put three different franchises on your back and, and win rings. But at the same time, the fan experience, it gets lost somewhere along the road yeah. because the, team, the, the people who were rooting for you end up hating you. They hate Kyrie in Boston. Well, also, I add to, again, going back to my point of legacy, right? So if you look at James Harden, and James Harden was turning to a great story in Houston, right? He leaves OKC, and you're kind of like, all right, well, I get it because he wanted – like, you had an insane team over there where, you know, Katie and, and, and maybe even different than the Warriors, Clay Thompson – was never really going to be a real one on a team, right? So there's really no argument. It was Steph's team. And then KD comes. It's really no – it's like Steph and KD kind of 1A, 1B. My point with, with what would have happened in OKC is you would have legitimately had guys where who's the one? 
You know, because, like, okay, I guess it's KD, but, man, who's 1B? Is it Russ? So Harden wants to get his own team. He goes to Houston. He dominates. He has an incredible – he's putting up numbers and, and offensive numbers we'd never seen before as far as assists and points. And he became, like, a big-time megastar in the league. But once he leaves again, and then you're like, oh, wait, that's how he leaves. And then he leaves again, and you're like, oh, now he's that guy. Each time you leave, you lessen your legacy. And unless you're LeBron – Here's the difference why I say with LeBron and Harden or Kyrie or now Russ or maybe even Kevin Durant, at least right now for Kevin Durant, because I think you I think you'll feel what I'm about to say. LeBron took the leap of leaving and hurting his legacy, which he permanently has lessened for to some degree for some people. I know people who will never forgive him for going to Miami. It doesn't matter what else he does or what else he already has done. They'll never forgive him. They'll say, hey, he look at that, man. So-and-so didn't need to, even though they didn't even have free agency. Magic Johnson would never leave. Magic Johnson wouldn't win with Boston. Well, they didn't even have free agency, dude. It wasn't even a real option. So here's where I'm going with this. LeBron James leaves. He took that chance. He won. And then he leaves, goes back to Cleveland, and you're like, oh, well, that was, you know, he just had to go home. And he won. Man, well, he only wins in the East. And you know what I'm saying? If he was ever in the West, he comes to the West and won. So unless you do something completely where you have blazed this new trail like LeBron, then to me, you're only going to hurt your legacy. KD does it, goes to the Warriors, and you would think, he, you know, he's been tarnished ever since, even though he won and even though he was, you know, an MVP of the finals twice. He hurt his legacy. So unless you're able to do it like a LeBron, where he said, you guys are never going to let me be MJ, right? MJ 6-0, I've already lost in the finals, because so you're never going to let me be MJ. Then I will have to create and then trail blaze a new trail, which now you have at least an argument to, whether you agree or not, a real legitimate argument on why I'm the best. Because you can say... Well, Jordan never left. When he went to the Wizards, they ain't do nothing. Or if he would ever leave, who knows if he would have won. LeBron went to three different franchises and won and was the guy. So at least he created a new lane. Kyrie, Harden, and, and Westbrook or, uh, or Kate, you know these guys, they're not creating anything new. They're hurting it each time. So with each well, leave yep. New Jersey, they lessen the loyalty. They lessen the, 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 the love. And it just becomes oh, like a yawn, like unless they do something where they blaze a new right. path. Right, right. Like if James Harden came out and they were like, the Sixers are like, we're putting James Harden on the block. You'd be like, I, I, like, I mean, I, just wake me when you have a new team. Like, I, exactly. Well, what, are you, what, are you, what color are you wearing next year? But I feel you, and I know that if those guys were listening to this conversation right now, they'd be like, oh, so should we be like, you mentioned Dame Lillard. Should we be like Dame? Should we just stay? Should we just be loyal and just not win for our entire career? Should we do that? Is that what you're asking us to do? So there's kind of a staircase effect, if you will. Um, The top of the heap is the Steph Curry, Giannis situation. You stay, you wear one jersey, you win championships or at least a championship. Level B is, I think, you move, but you show that you bring championship contention and, and maybe a ring or multiple wherever you go. And, and that's definitely where we'd put LeBron. And I'd like to put Kyrie there, Kevin Durant there as well. Last year sort of muddied that picture. Um, the next level down for me is then Dame Lillard. We applaud the loyalty, but you know what we're going to do to him when he's done. Oh, right. Uh, nice career, Barkley, but you never won. So you're not really that guy. But then level D is even below Dame. For me, it's kind of where Harden has ended up, where he just look, he's turning into his hired gun. And both sides, wherever he goes, are searching. 
They're searching right. for something. James is the answer. No, James is not the answer. And James is like, this place is the answer. No, this place is not the answer. And so that's, to me, if you're a big-time player, that's the last place you want to be. And if I'm Kyrie, be real darn careful about that right about now. Well, I'll get this off real quick before we break. I think the issue that we've created, and by we I mean folks like you and I, and not necessarily you and I, but just this business, the nature of it, and the, 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 the nature of everything being a debate, we created this. And I've always said this is a great comp. I'm sure you, you know, let me give you my theory. I'm going to throw this theory at you as to how we got to this place where Kevin Durant – feels as if I have to go to the Warriors to justify my career, where LeBron feels like, man, if I don't get a ring, you know, I have to justify my career. Can I throw my theory at you? And you, I want to throw it at you, and you tell me if you feel me next. I want to do that. Yep, that's right around the bend, because I actually have a real pointed Kyrie question for you as well. So we'll do all of that coming up next as we continue. That's Kelvin Washington. I'm Mark Willard. This is Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, with Kelvin Washington, Mark Willard, we're rolling on Fox Sports Radio. 
Let me hear it, man. Your theory. Let's go. Throw right, it at let's, me. Let's get straight to it. Um, Kate up live on uh, on all social media, of course, Twitter as well. Mark underscore T underscore Willard underscore 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 on and, and Twitter for him. Uh, all right. So here's my theory because I think partly what we're seeing in the NBA with movement it starts because of the so, two things: social media era, right? These things did not exist pre 2009, I believe, when Twitter was uh, created, if I'm not mistaken. And then also, of course, the advent of 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 these debate shows. And the, and the growth of them, right? It used to be just maybe one or so. Now it's like every station, that's all they air. If we end, we end this show with another show that's a debate show with another show that's a debate show. And so here's where I think happened. When you and I were growing up in our formidable years watching the NBA, you saw Bird, you saw Magic, you might have hated one or the other, or Isaiah Thomas or Jordan, but you acknowledged the greatness. Like, wow. Like, you didn't say Bird isn't great because he only has three rings, or Magic isn't great because he only had five and Bill Russell had 11. You were like, yo, Magic is at that time, you might have said he was the GOAT, you know, because at this point, you know, Jordan hasn't ascended and so on and so forth. Or you saw Kareem, you might have said it. Or There was no bashing of another player. Like, you were like, yo, Charles Barkley was incredible. Man, it sucks he never won. But you didn't hold that as if he can't be great because he did not win. And all of a sudden, I think this is, a, again, a compliment I give to Kobe Bryant. I've been saying this for a few years. Kobe Bryant comes around – and the second half of his career, if you will, starts right as the social media is starting to take off, or or a little before that, his his hot his like prime, if you will. But especially as the debate shows start to pick up, and we need something to talk about and get excited about and argue about. And at that point, he's three and zero in championships, or maybe he finally loses two thousand four to the Pistons. He's three and one, and he looks like. And he walks like, and he talks like, and he chews gum like Michael Jordan. And it was the first time we ever really, it wasn't Grant Hill, wasn't Harold Miner, a.k.a. Baby Jordan. It wasn't Grant, uh, anybody else we named. Like, oh, yeah, you know, could this person be the next Michael Jordan? Ended up being where Kobe Bryant was the first time we actually went, wait, could this guy be better than Jordan? <laughs> it was the first time. And so how do we dissect that and make sure that that's inaccurate? Is by saying, well, he's, you know, at the time, let's say he was three and one in a championship, then he wins a couple more. Well, it can't be because he's five and two. So we start dissecting. We can't be rings. He only had five and two, and Jordan won six, and he was six and oh. So the only thing we start to do is just simply say, ring, ring, rings, or how many rings that person has. Now, LeBron James is in the middle of this, and he goes to an NBA Finals, 2007, and we're like, man, dang, you know, and now 2008, 2009, and he can't win. And we're starting to see, man, he, this dude's on the trajectory to be better, one of the best players ever, if not the best player ever. And what do we got to do? We can't be because he doesn't have any ring. And if he doesn't have any ring, he can't be. He can't even be better than Kobe. He can't even be better than Bird. He can't. He doesn't have a ring. He doesn't have a ring. They argue every show. Next up on this debate show, he doesn't even have a ring. And so we start screaming that where your greatness is only solidified by a ring. And if you're LeBron James, who is very impressionable, let's not kid ourselves, who listens to social media, who listens to what folks are saying on these shows, even though it cracks me up, these guys act like they don't, but they do. And you're thinking to yourself, man, I've given my seven years to this organization, and the best they gave me was Carlos Boozer, or the best they gave me was Larry Hughes or Ilgowskis. That's the best I got for a runner-up or a 72-year-old check. You know what? I'm not going to win here. Dan Gilbert can't get it done. Let me get out of here. What does he do? He goes to Miami. He wins a couple times, loses a couple times, but he wins a couple rings. And now what is it? Oh, well, he only won because he went there. And he only won. And so if you're LeBron, but now at least you have those rings, at least you have a couple rings, now you can start to really become in this conversation of the gold or at least right up there because you had the rings to justify it. If you're Kevin Durant, you're watching this where I've been the second best player in this league now for a few years. And I'm seeing all of you now praising LeBron because he's got a couple of rings. Well, shoot, what am I supposed to do? Because you're only going to justify my greatness if I have rings. So I think we created this narrative where 
It's only about the rings. It's only about how many chips you have. And so guys started to go crazy. If I don't go team up here, if I don't go do this, then when it's all said and done, you're going to be like, yeah, 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 but you didn't win any or you only won one. And we are partly to blame for creating this crazy thing that for us it's easy to fill airtime with. But for them, they're listening to it because they're seeing us as, well, you guys are going to be the ones that, you know, kind of really justify where I'm ranked or put out, you know, put where I'm ranked. And so that's why my theory is I believe Kobe Bryant and his greatness started this because it was the first real time we ever went, oh, shoot, is this person Hmm. better than Jordan? Well, no, he can't be because he only has three or four, and now he won his fifth. Okay, well, well, he was five and two. Jordan was six and oh. So you got to be better than that. He doesn't have enough. That's when it all started, in my opinion. Whew. You know what that was? I don't know. I'm interested. That was a breath of fresh air. Okay. I'll and take I'll that. tell you a couple of reasons why, yeah. And I actually better understand your Steph Curry point now. Um, because what you should have said to start your Steph Curry argument over the last two hours is, Mark, I am actually a man who appreciates context. Mm. And if you had Very said much that, so. Very I much so. I would have... I would have backed up and I would have said, hold on now, I'm having a debate with a different animal because you're someone who appreciates context. And so now I understand the way you're looking at Steph Curry and you're very, very welcome to do that because you'll notice what happened last week when everyone suddenly went, he's the this, he's the ninth best and he's the best point and now we got to put him on the Mount Rushmore all because they went on a three-game win streak. Because three games earlier, you were telling the Warriors that uh, they, they they weren't all that. They had finally right, run into right, their right. kryptonite. And the Boston, and so they went on a three-game win streak, and now we got to change uh, tourist attractions in North Dakota. That's what, is it North Dakota or South Dakota? Whatever, whatever. Right. Okay? So you are appreciating context, and I wish that there was more of that in sports media and sports debate because you're absolutely unequivocally correct. However, let me add something to it. More context, if you will. Kobe Bryant is part to blame, and it's not just because he made us think, wait a minute, this guy looks like Jordan, walks like Jordan, talks like Jordan. Could he be Jordan? He also led the way with this, with the way that he looked at things. I'll never forget this because I was still there in L.A. doing radio. Um, and uh, the year that the Thunder lost to the Heat in the finals, Kevin Durant was asked a question, and I think it was by our mutual friend Ramona Shelburne, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Ramona asked him in the postgame press conference after he was eliminated by the Heat, do you think this was a wasted year? And Kevin Durant said, absolutely not. It's not a wasted year. And then he listed off about seven or eight things that had been accomplished that year or that may help him and his team in the future, that they had learned, that they had experienced, all the things that happen in any particular journey. And, of course, there was Los Angeles to tell Kevin Durant, wow, what a little teeny weakling you are to not say that this is a wasted year because Mm. we've been taught by our Obi-Wan. He goes by Kobe one. Now you're right. We have been taught. We have been taught by him that if you do not win the whole thing, uh, 
You spit on it. It's awful. It's wasted. It's pointless. There's no reason for even being. And so as much as I enjoyed watching Kobe Bryant's career, and I loved watching his post-career in some ways even more. Agreed. um, That aspect of what he brought to the table, I think has been damaging for NBA players and for the NBA as a whole, because we have decided, many of us, if you don't win the ring, you're, you, it was a big waste of time. And that's what Jason Tatum, for instance, has had a pretty uncomfortable week and a half. Yeah. Because apparently at age 24, what a waste this entire year was for him. Yeah. No, so you just spit some facts, and that's a great point of Kobe adding to it because he had the same mindset, if not even more so uh, than Jordan. Was one thing I love Phil Jackson mentioned once. He was everybody always talks about, oh, you know, Jordan was maniacal about basketball. He said, actually, nobody tops Kobe. He said because Kobe, because Jordan, Jordan had. Hobbies. Jordan liked to smoke cigars. Jordan liked to get after and hang out till two, three, four in the morning gambling. Jordan liked to, you know, golf. he had golf yeah. like crazy. So he had a few things we all knew about. Not to mention, I'm sure, a couple things we probably didn't know about. But he said Kobe literally was basketball. <laughs> there was no, hey, did you want to go to this chess competition? No. Hey, did you want to go on a movie binge and watch the, all the Star Wars in order? <laughs> you know, no. So he said Michael Jordan <laughs> had a few things. Kobe had nothing. So I love that you added that, that Kobe made, you know, did we win? The job isn't over. Like, and I get that mentality. I love it. I got everybody the mama mentality. But the problem with that is it became, like you said, it was either zero or 100. And to me, that's just not how I contextualize. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I enjoy context. I enjoy being nuanced. And I enjoy being rational when it comes to conversations. And again, when we looked at players during their, you know, in their run, their era, back in the, you know, 80s, 90s, it wasn't just simply like, oh, they didn't win, so they're not great. It was like, yo, so-and-so was freaking incredible. He's one of all-time great. You didn't, like, bash them because they didn't win. And so it's been, then if you go on social media now, which is a terrible place to be oftentimes, it just becomes so yep. tiring. If somebody's mentioned somebody's great, yeah, he only has, he didn't even win a ring. He only has three rings. It's just like, oh my gosh. Like, if Luka Doncic continues on this trajectory and only ends up with one or two rings, that doesn't mean I'm not going to place him ahead of a lot of people just because he had one or two rings. I'm just like, no, that freaking guy was amazing. Did you have eyeballs and watch him play? Well, and yeah, the ring becomes, it's almost like in the mob movies when you're a made man, you know, like even Dirk, Dirk had one, but it's like, it's okay. Cause you're in the club now, right? It's like winning a masters. Once right. you win, you're in. And the, the other side to what you're talking about, which we would not do this in any other aspect of our life. It, the debate side of it has taken it so that if you are the second best thing on the planet, it forces us to now sit here and rip you. That's true. Because while we're true, we got to tell you that you're not as good as that one over there. And none of us live our lives that way. Do you have more than one friend, Kelvin? Right. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Do you sit the second favorite one down and tell him every day about all the things he's not when compared to your best? No, that's a great point. And and, and that and like it you was know like, what I mean? And like Kevin Durant hated for years that like you remember he was, you know, I'm, I hate that I'm second in everything LeBron that you know, he everybody says he's the best, then MVP votes and then championships like I, I mean, dude, like you're literally arguing with maybe the best player ever. Okay, if he's not, he's number 2 or in some cases maybe 3. Like you you know what I mean? Like you're dude, we're saying you're number 2 to LeBron. Like we're not saying you're number 2 to, you know, uh Ray Allen. Like, this is, you know, like, dude, like, you're the second best player in the league for the seasons in which he was, and maybe he still is, but, like, behind LeBron. Like, you know, so it's just, it's it's gotten crazy, man. And so I, I said all that to say, that's what 
we're starting to see now is where guys are going after the ring. They're trying to chase it because we've made it like you're nothing without it, as if guys weren't fantastic, like Dr. J wasn't fantastic with his single ring or, you know, as if Bird wasn't fantastic. He only had three. Isaiah Thomas, in my opinion, second best point guard ever. But sure, it's first, second, third, whatever you might have. And point is, Isaiah Thomas, fantastic. He went to three finals. He won two of them. And, and that's fantastic. He doesn't know. He's less than because he only has two. So it's just crazy. Magic Johnson went to nine. And, and we don't. Now, he's one of the. He does. He. Actually, one of the few, I think, is because his heyday was still in the 80s where he actually doesn't get criticized. Think about that. Magic Johnson doesn't get the criticism that LeBron would get for being 5-4, and four, right? Magic Johnson lost four finals. We would we yep. would bash if then nowadays we would bash him, dude. He's almost five hundred. As opposed to being like, dude, he went the freaking nine finals. <laughs> like that's incredible. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's a famous line from the first Top Gun. Uh, there's no points for second place, boys. Um, all right. Speaking though of what's coming up next, we don't have to settle for second place because we get the best. <laughs> we get the best Fox Sports anchor of all time. <laughs> He is Brian Fenley, and he jumps on in here with what's trending right now. No pressure, Brian. The greatest of all time. By first, you mean last, Mark. I'm, I'm going to go with that. But I appreciate the kind words. And to sort of further and segue your discussion about, about rings, Ole Miss gets a ring. They won the national championship in baseball today. They did so by sweeping Oklahoma in the College World Series and in that best-of-three matchup. And Game 2 went to the Rebs today 4-2, to two, so they win their first national championship in program history. As far as Major League Baseball, some completed games we want to touch on here, including what went down in Anaheim, where the Angels, yeah, they won 2-1 against the Mariners, but this benches-clearing brawl broke out, which saw eight people get ejected, four from each team, one manager on each side. They both got sent away, and it was a fight that was part street fighter, part slugfest inside of an airplane when you got two angry passengers taking swings at each other, but they were able to get that finally settled down and finish the game. The Phillies are winners against the Padres 8-5. The Reds dominate the Giants 10-3. A victory for the Brewers as they tackle the Blue Jays 10-3. Aaron Judge smacking his 28th home run of the season. That was a walk-off winner thanks to that, Jack, and a 6-3 win for the Yankees over the Astros. The Marlins beat the Mets 3-2 in walk-off fashion. Nick Fortes got the win. Well, he got the, the game winning hit, I should say, with that home run in the bottom of the ninth. Elsewhere in the sporting landscape, we wanted to mention here that Xander Shoffley, yeah, he wins the Travelers Championship, the PGA Tour stop in Connecticut, minus 19 for the tournament. Two under was his advantage in the end, and birding that 18th hole on Sunday certainly helped his cause there. And finally, guys, the Lightning and, of course, the Avalanche are about to square off in about 30 minutes or so for Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Final from Florida. And the puck will drop just after 8 p.m. Eastern. Colorado leads this series three games to two, but Braden Point will not be a part of the rotation here for Tampa. He is still dealing with those lower body injuries that have hampered him for the better of this month and couple weeks now. So know him, but plenty more to, to be excited about from either side if you're watching this game. With that, let's get back to two guys who are bringing it. They're bringing fire. They're spewing fire in sports radio. It's Kelvin Washington and Mark Willard. 
Well, Appreciate speaking it. of, uh, yeah, bringing uh, bringing the fire, do you, uh, I know you to be not only a man of, of context and nuance, <laughs> uh, I know you to be fearless. Is that is that correct? How so? In what context? You guys are talking about context. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I was talking about, and, and Brian, you can jump in on this as well, but I'm, I'm, oh. I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about Kelvin here uh, because I'm prepared to back you into a corner if you're willing to go there. Man, I'm ready. I got my boxing glove on. What you know, Jay Z okay. had a line. He boxed better when his back went to the wall. Let's do it. Well, here's here. So earlier today, we were talking about the anatomy of a baseball star. Part of this is because we have so many of the top names in the game who have gotten injured. Um, Bryce Harper goes out yesterday, broken thumb. Mookie Betts is out. There are a ton of big names, Manny Machado, around baseball who are out. And then we were also talking about Aaron Judge, who gets the walk-off today. And it's been a big topic in the Bay Area because the Giants have been a solid team for a year and a half, 107 wins last year, but they've done it largely without big names. And, and, and baseball as a whole – is, is sitting here going, we need more stars, right? And, you know, Mike Trout is in Anaheim. Would people even recognize him if you bumped him to him in the grocery store? Like, let me start here. How, how do you define it? What's the anatomy of a baseball star? Because there are plenty of guys in the top 30 currently in OPS in Major League Baseball. I could throw you their name. And I'd be shocked if you could even tell me what team they play for, let alone whether or not you'd recognize them standing next to you. Uh, well, you could, you could literally test me that, or we could just have the larger conversation. Uh, I'll start with the we latter. Can do both. I'll start. I was gonna say we we could do it. I'll start now. Now you know uh, I do keep up. Obviously, maybe you maybe you don't even know this. I do pre and post game for the Dodgers. I'll be doing it tomorrow. Uh, you you may not know I'm, that. I'm I'm uh, I'm aware and I'm I'm okay. proud of my man. Okay. You know, uh, I was going to say uh, that. So, absolutely. So, yeah. but yeah. but even but I mean, with but do you that, play fantasy baseball? No, do you, absolutely. Do you play fantasy absolutely baseball? I did that a couple. Question. I did that a couple years. Okay. And my gosh, it takes too much. But uh, to your too point, Mark Willard, the the challenge with baseball is that it has become exceptionally regionalized. So if you're not in the Bay Area, if you're not in L.A., and maybe L.A. is a little different because it's Los Angeles, but outside of you know New York and L.A. maybe, if you're not in those areas, then you, even your absolute best player can walk around. I've always joked Mike Trout can walk around L.A. live and about eight people will be like, hey, that's Mike Trout. Like, and he's Mike Trout, arguably the best player of his generation and may go down as the best player of all in time in baseball. Now, I just go for, again, that's tongue-in-cheek when you're talking about Mike Trout in L.A., but I'm for sure Mike Trout can go back. He can go down to Texas somewhere and walk around and folks won't know him, except extreme baseball fans. So baseball has become very regionalized. Um, and I don't know if it's – I don't know if the league doesn't care because every year, what do I read? The Dodgers have a new gate record where five point whatever millions of people have come to their games and they're setting records. Uh, you see massive crazy TV deals. So it's hard for them to say – hear us say, oh, such and such baseball has a star problem. And they're like, all I know is mofos keep coming to my games. You know, and, and it's like, so, yeah, I don't may not have a recognizable Q rating star, but the product isn't necessarily uh, lessening. So there lies the challenge as far as baseball. How do you continue to grow it and, and have the success you're having? But it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive without also promoting your stars. And I'll say this and I'll toss the mic back to you, buddy. 
Jose Fituve. That's what I call him. Not Altuve, Fituve. <laughs> Jose Fituve and Aaron Judge, six foot seven, seven foot six, doesn't matter. How have they not had a massive bow nose type of campaign that run on has run for two to three it's years? True. Where it's you know this big, huge, massive guy versus a little guy. That is a that's a like hire me Nike or Gatorade. That's sitting there where you have them competing things where you do things. And the NBA is great. They have the hilarious commercial with uh, State Farm where Boban is grabbing something with a WNBA player who's taller than Trey Young. So it goes Trey Young, the yeah, WNBA yes. player, and then Boban. And it's like, no, I'll get that for you. No, I'll get that for you. Like that's hilarious. Like why is Boban more known than ninety five percent of baseball players? Then and he literally averages like seven minutes a game. Help right. me understand that. <laughs> so the NBA well, has. M- go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No. MLB PR is not the best. But why? Though? I'm really asking. Do you think it's because of what I said? They're like the, all I know is bottom line is my gate. The gate tickets, folks are coming. Is that what it is? Like I'm, all I know is these TV deals happen. Like right now, I'm watching Dodgers Braves. It's on TV. It's a big game. Like. Is like, or because like, does it just not matter, or does it? I just don't think it occurs to them yet. I don't think their brains think that way. They don't think yet in a social media age. They can't is, not. Is what though. I think. You can't not. It's well, social they, media is everything. You're right. You're right. Yeah. No, it's very very dangerous, and they're walking the line. Um, okay. More on this coming up next. Some of these will be gimmies for you, I think. But I'm going to give you ten names who are in the top thirty. Of Major League Baseball's OPS ranking right now, how many do you think you can get? I'm going to give you 10 of the top 30. How many do you think Realistically, you can get? if I get three, I'm treating myself to some ice cream when I leave. Okay, here. there you go. All you got to know is the team they play for. We're going to run this test next. Calvin Washington, Mark Willard, Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, Kelvin Washington, this has been a whole lot of fun on Fox Sports Radio today, um, but you're not done yet. Not We're yet. Not, not done yet. yet. But you're selling yourself short, I promise you. You're definitely going to get three. I got the over-under of five and a half. Oh, wow, man. You know what? This was the moment for me. This was the, real, the day I realized Mark Willer really thinks highly of me. <laughs> this was that moment. Come on. You know your baseball. And so I have selected, I have handpicked 10 names from the top 30 Major League Baseball OPS this year um, as we look for Major League Baseball stars and understand why in some form they don't always exist because these are some of the best, most productive players in the game right now. I wonder if you can even tell me what team they play for. Um, Here we go. First one, Josh Bell. Josh Bell plays with the – Josh Bell's over. He down, he down there in Texas with the Rangers. <laughs> 0 for 1. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you in the end. That's 0 for 1. Well, just tell me, though. Tell me, then. Some, tell me then. I don't even know if I'm going to pronounce some of the – no, he plays for Washington. Nah, He's on the that's Nationals what I was going to say. He was with the Nationals. Yeah, that was okay. my second guess. Yeah, I'm lying. You know what I'm saying? All right. Now, I, I apologize. I may mispronounce some of these names. Uh, Luis – Arias. Oh, that's my guy, Luis Arias. He's out there. He with the uh, okay. Luis is over there with the uh, the Rays. Okay, that's the Minnesota Twins. We're over two. Uh, <laughs> now, did Ty you think were those two in the five you thought I was going to get? No, no, no. Don't worry. Ty France. Uh, to France. I've been to Paris. Um, <laughs> Ty France. Oh no. Ty- oh, Ty France. He's oh yeah. He's with the uh, the Guardians. Yep, the Seattle Mariners, 0 for 3. Okay, what about Austin Riley? Austin Riley. Austin Riley. He's over there, Austin Riley, because I seen last time I saw him, he was doing his thing with the Red uh, – no, it wasn't the Red Sox. Um, he was with the Royals, balling out with the Bro- Royals. Okay, yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta Braves, 0 for 4. I, I guess I should have um, known I'm watching the game right now. Brandon Drury. Uh, so it says he's Rand Jury is over there with the no, he's not, he's with the Tigers, ain't he? That would be the Cincinnati Reds. All right, so we're Midwest home. Can you give can you get me Jeff McNeil? Oh, that's easy. You got to come a little harder than that in the Mets. Okay, so no, I told you you're gonna get some. Um, Andrew Vaughn, I should know Andrew Vaughn, right? Uh, not Greg Vaughn, not Ricky Vaughn, not Ricky Andrew Vaughn. Vaughn. Shout out to Ricky Vaughn. Uh, yep. Oh, 
he's yeah, no, he's definitely doing his thing. He's over there with the um any with y'all, any with the the, the, the Giants? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Chicago White Sox. Okay, you're one for seven. I know you can do it. Give me Andres Jimenez. Andres Jimenez is with the the Andres Jimenez is with the He's not with the Brewers. That's the Cleveland Guardians. That's How about CJ CJ Crone? CJ Crone is for sure with the uh over there with the um hmm. CJ Crone is with the Cardinals. Yep, that's with the Colorado Rockies. Last one, Alejandro Kirk. I got to I got to end it with a bang, right? Exactly. Let's end it with a bur- with a bang. Let's go with the let's go with the Braves again. Okay. Uh he does not even play in this country. He plays for the Toronto Blue Jays. And so you got one. Well, I said three, so I'm not too far from what I said. You said five and a half. I don't. I am beyond. I was optimistic. I was trying to give you some juice, man. No, you gave me a whole. You gave you me the juice. juice was loose. The, I mean, you um, gave you gave me a whole two liter. You, you did great, show, you did brother. Great. I think you did great, bud. I appreciate it. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.